It's time! Whoa! us it feels weird in this room the woo yeah just in general just mostly just in general <laughs> i think the lighting is a lot brighter it because is. i don't have the lamps mm-hmm. and so it feels yeah. different well, i mean we got, could plug in a lamp we could definitely fix that you oh, got a carpet i wish you just said that in the last 20 minutes before we started to record I didn't notice it until we started do it right now i noticed yeah. it when we were recording last week and then i didn't do anything about it and then it's fine. Plug it in. Plug it, really it in. Nick. No, no. You, you ask and you shall receive. <laughs> Thank you. That's what the good book says. It throws uh, the vibes off. Lord of the Rings says that. Yep. Yeah. It does. Gandalf famously right. said that to Frodo. Next to you shall not pass. Is that plugged in? No. Are you plugged in? Oh, what? No, he lost his cord. Right. He told you this before we started recording. Give it a second, guys. Here we go. I'm waiting. How many things will Nick break <laughs> in this quest to plug in a lamp? Talk amongst yourselves. What do you want us to talk about? You got to give us a topic before you just let us go. Yeah, you can't. I, whenever off. people say talk amongst yourselves, as though we're supposed to like, what, why did you do it this way? <laughs> Wait, where, why is it going? Why, why are you going that way? I'm here now. I'm here now. But over your God, head. Damn it, Nick. This is the worst attempt at doing something I've ever seen. I hope you knock all of those pops it's be out. So I don't because they're mine. I know, <laughs> but it would be delightful to experience. No, it would not. Oh my God, what the fuck is happening? Why is it going back there? Because that's how light works, Keith. It's going to reflect. left it over here. No, I couldn't. You absolutely could have. Now turn that light off. Oh, thanks, Lydia. Beautiful. Nice. We had two yes. in the last studio no this is good this is yeah, so this, romantic this feels better than that it feels hot well yeah this is how you f- used to feel <laughs> the lamp radiating onto you yeah mm-hmm. i think i should be wearing sunscreen well move your head back because it's blocking the there you go nope <laughs> nope right there don't it's move, perfect for me don't so. move your head at all too. the light's not even i can't even see yeah, the that's why i put it back bowl. there that's so why I put it back there. You guys were doubters. It was haters. It wasn't about you putting it back there. It was about <laughs> the how method. you went about <laughs> did it. plugging. I hadn't thought in. about where I was going to do it, how I was going to do it, and then I I made decisions that had to be. He unmade. grabbed the lamp and moved it in front of his body yeah. from his from back right all the way to front left, then over his head. And then the best part about it all was he decided to in order to put it back rather than go the same way he came. He's going to lift it around the back of his head. Yeah, if I went the same way I from came. From the left to the right. If I went the same way I came, the, the cord would be going in front of me. That's why you just plug it in after you move it back. Oh, uh, well, that. So he plugged it of. in, moved it the opposite direction. My, meanwhile, shit is falling. Just no, it's not. Nothing pictures falling. and boxes. Justin and will have a, a diagram up on the Instagram. It, this is glorious. Let's be honest. I'm not going to do that. No. And also, the job got done. I know, but it Why was. Why does it matter how it got done? Why did you control in, that? Inefficient. Don't control <laughs> me. You can't put me in a box. Okay. 
Do you have anything to apologize for besides yes. however the fuck your brain works? For this, I am not sorry. <laughs> that was just simply I, I went down a path that I then had to get back out of. It, it's not I'm, not, I'm not proud of it, but happy with how it turned out. Um, I am sorry to the listeners out in listener land because we missed something last episode. Um, last episode is when the Starbucks cup shows up in the episode. <gasps> oh, man. When? Um, when Danny is watching all of the, uh, like, Tormund and the boys, like, toast John and talk about how, you know, mm. riding a dragon, all that kind of stuff. It's sitting there on the, like, main table. Um, it's still in there? They didn't edit it no, out it's, post? No, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's scrubbed. Okay. But, um, but yeah, that's the episode that it happened in. Nice. And we didn't make any mention of it. We've was roasted Jean, the continuity Was Gene's yeah. guy Star Wars? I'm sorry, what? The Jeans guy? Was that Star Wars? I don't think I know what you're talking about. I'm going to see if I can... I apologize for not knowing a Star Wars thing. I thought you might know. Um, It makes sense. Ah, Jeans man. Welcome to We Look Up Things on Our Phones. Yeah, well... Oh, it was The Mandalorian. Mm, That's worse. Mandalorian. It was very funny. The Jeans Mandalorian. There was a guy in jeans in the background of a shot, just jeans and a t-shirt, just chilling. They removed it after it released, though, uh, like after it was already mm-hmm. live to the world. So a bunch of people like screenshotted it. I don't really understand how people catch those things. Like when scenes are moving super fast like that, I'm us- I don't know. I guess my eyes are drawn to different things, but I also wonder if it's like mega fans who are just like watching it. 30 times. Over and over and over and over Watching again. Watching one part of the screen for one time and then mm-hmm. rotating their eyes. Yeah, it could be. I enjoyed the um, the headlines on the... Uh, it was like New York Times articles about the Starbucks Cup in, in Game of Thrones. The New York Times was um, Starbucks in Winterfell? Question mark? <laughs> um, <laughs> That'd be a great place for one. I'd like to collect the Westeros version of the Starbucks like mm-hmm. location mugs. Did you see the Alderaan one? No. They have one? It's like someone just broke a mug. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Good one. Thanks. Um, all right. Anything else you'd like to apologize for? No. Would you like to apologize it. to a certain... No? Nope, because no? nope, if I do that, I bring it up again. Okay. That's a bad idea. Anything from you? <laughs> nope. Nope. Justin? Hell no. Um. You didn't write it down. What was I supposed to apologize for? I supposed to apologize to Keith. For oh what? yeah, you are. Yeah, because I'm oh. the short, jokes. short and and something else. Bad sleeves. Yeah. Yes, short. Yeah, you and wear bad sleeves, long sleeve shirts, and pull the sleeves up to his elbow. I mean, not up to my elbow. I'm not a monster. That's what you said. Sometimes you get pretty close. Yeah, now you're um, going back on it. No, I'm not going to apologize for that, bro. You said it. You said I'm going to apologize for it, but I will forget. So we said write it down, and you said I'm going to find my notebook by then. So if I write it down in here. It's not going to matter. <laughs> Listeners, he has not found Lying about bug. lots of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do any of that. Um, <laughs> and he's not going to apologize for this one. Anyway, welcome to the yeah. Game of Thrones podcast. We're not going to. Um, so this is an episode I've been looking forward to. This is one of, one of the episodes I've been looking forward to since we started the show. Um, because it's, you liked it? It's the worst. No, because I feel like I've got... A lot of thoughts about this. I think I agree with Nick. Um, on that aside, 
And I feel like my opinions on this are more complex than come across. Like I was talking to Emily about it today, but it, it was for like three minutes mm-hmm. at the end of lunch. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I didn't have the adequate time that I needed to share my opinions in a way that made them clear. Well, luckily we're going to have that time here tonight. And we got three hours ahead of us, so. <laughs> well, more if we want them. Yeah, as much as we want, honestly. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, no, I just think that this is a really, like, pivotal episode in the show. Obviously, it's, you know, second to last. Um, but anyway, so it's one that I've been really looking forward to, so I'm glad that we're here. This is season eight, episode five, The Bells. Mm. It was written by D&D. And directed by Miguel Sapochnik, who is one of the showrunners for House of the Dragon. Uh, and he's directed a lot of the Game of Thrones episodes. And Great so, job, bud. I don't know if I like that, but we'll see. <laughs> Although he was directing before season eight. so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, season eight's not weird because of its direction. No, it's the writing. I think there's a couple things that are weird, but yeah. Um, but it's mostly the writing. Yeah. Um no, I think he's going to be great. And George uh, R. R. Martin came out uh, recently and talked about good for him how he's seen yeah he's seen every episode now and he loves it. He's also come out pretty recently and talked about how he basically had almost no say in Game of Thrones after season five. Mm-hmm. There are no more books, right? But for the like, he's just said because a lot of people have been like frustrated. And he's been pretty quiet until pretty recently where, you know, he talked about like it, you know, they didn't really consult him anymore, which we've said before on the show, but he's, he's clarified that in his blog recently. And, um, I think it shows in the, in the way the story goes, um, as we see a little bit of that in this episode too. But anyway, um, let's jump in. We open with, uh, Varys. Mm. Eris is writing some. I mean, ha- it's not as loud on the carpet, though. <laughs> yeah, but it hit the that's chair. That's great. It's not as loud on the carpet. That's true. <laughs> Nick Nick dropped his. Somehow you still hit the sliver of chair there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yep. It's not for the last time. Hopefully it is though. It um. Yeah. So Varys is writing, um, letters. I guess we can assume he's sending these out to as many people as he can. Excuse me, that was a hiccup burp. Gross. That was the blondie's fault. Yeah, I don't know if he's I was trying to think about this. Is he sending them out or is he just like there's no copy machines in Westeros, right? So you've got to write if you want to send it out to thirty people, you gotta write thirty copies. So is he just writing a bunch of copies and then gonna send them all out at one time, or is he actually sending these out? Well, he had several of them rolled up right as little scrolls. So it wasn't a ton, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think that there's enough, in my opinion, for us to know one way or the other. Did you guys have an opinion? I thought it was rude, weird that he was writing on little small ones and then folded it up into a big one. He was rolling them into really tiny, like, Well, yeah, scrolls. but then they like he started folding things, and it looked like he like folded it into another larger piece of paper. I don't think that I noticed that because I was looking. Yeah, I was looking at the little already like done ones. Um, he also we noticed later like he did hide it when mm-hmm. 
No, 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 no. I lied. That later he burned it. Mm-hmm. This one was the one where he was hiding it. So he was right like when he heard somebody come in, he like tucked it around behind the like blank parchment. So I think that that was just a tactic to make sure that this Conceal wasn't it. like Danny or something coming in. Um, yeah. Did y'all so, see some of the stuff that was on it? Mm-hmm. It was about John, mm-hmm. Tree Lord yeah. or whatever. Yep. True heir to the Iron Throne. Rhaegar and Lyanna. He lives still. Best claim. Hide or hidden by hiding, hidden by Eddard Stark. Um, hiding by Stark. Yeah. So, it was cool. Well, not that cool. This tree's a man. Come on. Yeah. He was right. I mean, he did tell her at the end of the last episode. Like, he told her, I don't know, end of last season, beginning of the season. I think it was end of last season. I'll tell you. Like, if I ever think that you're wrong, I'll tell you. He didn't make any promises beyond that, though. He did say, like, I'll let you know. But also, like, my loyalty is always to the realm. So, I mean, it is treason. But I don't think that this is, like, a bad move. I mean, he did say very plainly, I'll tell you, but also my loyalties lie here. And this is just him following through on that. But he did at least do the courtesy of, like, telling her ahead of time. The only issue I have is is exactly what we talked about last week, where he served all these other rulers that are... Just way worse than Danny. Now, I mean, I guess the Mad King would be the only one that was like, okay, I'm going to burn them all. And he didn't try to kill them. You know, he he may have plotted behind their backs, but he didn't actually try to kill them. Um, or at least we're not, we don't know that. Now, maybe this is him learning from that and saying, I'm going to do something different this time. But it's just a little frustrating that like, okay, Danny's the one that you're going to like actually not just plot to overthrow, but like plot to kill. Yourself mm-hmm. via whatever we think. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, we can talk about that too. So the girl comes in, Martha is her name. Mm. Um, and it's the name of my snake plant. <clears throat> huh? Oh, yeah. It's the name of my snake plant. How's Lydia. she doing? She's still alive. They are still hard kicking. to kill. Yeah. That's what you said. <laughs> You're what? So, okay. Okay. You are what? I've already asked what, and you just moved on. Nick so, complained about like never being given flowers one time, and so I was like, "I'm going to bring you a plant," and then I brought him the plant. Yeah, I said I couldn't, I couldn't keep anything alive. Like I killed everything, and she brought me a mother-in-law plant, which is also called a snake plant. I think it's called mother-in-law's tongue, but mm-hmm. mother-in-law's tongue just went with mother-in-law in my mind. And mm-hmm. so, in true mother-in-law fashion, I named mine Martha. Mm. That's what named my mother-in-law. It's also Batman's mom's name. Is it? Yeah. Martha she died Wayne. pretty quickly, I thought. Right? And uh, Clark's mom. Pretty early on. Oh, really? Or yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that that's right. Because remember in that really cool Batman v Superman movie where Batman just says, Martha. Yeah. <laughs> and that somehow stops Superman. That movie was terrible. It's true. It's so bad. It's all right. They've, so much got, they've gotten so much better. Yeah. <laughs> did you watch the... You probably did not watch the director's cut, the Snyder cut. Of Justice League, did you? No. Don't. No, but you did like the new Batman, though, right? Robert Pattinson? Yeah, different. Totally different thing. But yes, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. You made it sound as though you didn't. What? With the Batman? Like the Batman with Robert Pattinson. No, that was a good sound just because I like Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah. You didn't make your typical. Did you you see that movie? 
No. Okay. I, I should have. I didn't think so. No. Did we have we heard about the the Joker movie possibly with Lady Gaga? Oh mm-hmm. no, that's confirmed. It's also a That'll musical. That'll be interesting. Yes, I heard that too. How so? How is it going to be a musical? I don't know. That's probably why they cast Lady Gaga. I don't know how Joaquin Phoenix is going to do in a It's going to sound like um what's lead. his face from Les Mis? Hugh Jackman. Hey, Hugh no, is, no. Okay, I was going to say Hugh is Russell Crowe. Yes, Russell Crowe. Hugh Crow. is an actual like <laughs> Yeah, Hugh Broadway Jackman's actor. Great. Right. Like, Wasn't he Crow also in Les Mis? Terrible. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But Russell Crowe was a bad one. Yeah. I thought it was an enjoyable film. I no, it was. It, but just he, his singing specifically was he so got bad. So much crap for it. Too. He's like, not Ewan yeah. McGregor. Like, yeah, he's also great. Um, interesting. I mean, she was great in *A Star Is Born*, and great. You know, it's a, it was and also she's somewhat great. musical. I didn't yeah. see that one. You didn't? No, I don't think it was my demographic. *A Star Is Born*. Mm-hmm. Why not? What do you mean? Good movies are not your demographic. Yep. Bradley you watch Cooper. all sorts of movies. It's true. Bradley Cooper and uh, Lady Gaga. I don't know. Wasn't that Lady like very Gaga. country musicy? Uh uh-uh. uh I mean, it's like a. Folky? It was a remake, and the past ones I think were more country. Mm. It's a like a love ballad. It's not a country song. So it's yeah. Well, most countries are. There's also multiple songs, songs love ballads. Well, right, but I, I maybe misunderstood the marketing, and I thought it was more like. A country music. I, mean, I guess he is rising. playing an acoustic guitar. I think. I think. Um, I also, for the record, thought it was country based. Yeah. I didn't. And I therefore, didn't, didn't care to see it. I mean, you it sort it? of was, no. but it was good. I, she's great. It was a good movie. I yeah, like. I'm getting it a lot. mixed. She's saying it sort of is. You're saying it absolutely is not. And I thought, absolutely and you not. thought because oh. of the marketing that it was. But no. I'm also less like. I'm more of a country sympathizer than you guys are. Right. So like, right. when I think country, I don't think that. But yes. thinking about mm-hmm. it now. Bradley Cooper is playing an acoustic guitar. Um, and I actually do think he might be a, a country music star. Like, like he's he's an old star, and then Lady Gaga's the one coming to the to the the front. She's being born. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. If there's like a scale of like totally not country at all and like very country, it's definitely more in this region. It's like a six. But, but it's, it's not like all the way over. It's, but it's, but it's not, not an overt time. country mu- country movie. Like I I think yeah, it, it's just I th- I thought it was really good. I thought Lady Gaga was really good. That Bradley Cooper was really good. I like the music, but that's I have a different thing there. But the story itself was really good. Hmm. I like Bradley Cooper a lot. His I accent think. in the movie was bad, but everything sure. else was good. Mm-hmm. What was his accent? Just very bad country. I'm not going to do it. Was it Lady Gaga was very talented. Yeah, I, I like that. The could story. have also I been why I thought it was I would, country I, music. I think you would like it actually. Let's well, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that means he's not going to watch it ever. Mm-hmm. I would probably one day it, it might somewhere. roll across the screen and say, like, you know what? Let's fucking do it. It was fine. But then it'll accidentally click on the Snyder Cut. And I'm like, yeah. well, I guess I'll watch this. I did. I've watched a lot of your movies with you, and I liked them. Green Shoot Hooligans, one of them. Yeah, the best one we watched together was Back, Brokeback Mountain, though. Brokeback was good. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I enjoyed Lawless. That's a lot country. Too. Lawless is good. Did that was country. I didn't see that one. Yeah, with different Lawless? country than I grew up no. with. Brokeback. You should. It's a good yeah, movie. it's a good movie. I, I don't. I'm I don't a, doubt it. I'm a very big Heath Ledger fan. More tits than dicks. I can tell you that. Yes, yes. That I was think shocking. it just came out during my more mm-hmm. Republican days, and so oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, Same. No, I can't watch this." That's no, what happened. I to us. Ne- oh yeah, that's, we talked about it. I never watched it because it was like sinful to even consider it. Republicans love gay cowboys. <laughs> They're basically that's what I've always secret thought. secretly. Um, yeah, actually, both our wives were out of town, and we watched it in the tiny house. That's and hot. 
the tiny house couch. I like that you watched out, the tiny house. Pulls out into like a bed and we mm-hmm. pulled it out and we were. I don't really know why that. we chose to watch it in the tiny house together, but we did. Right. But we know. The pull out mm-hmm. method doesn't often work though. <laughs> I don't know. Not sure. It does with us. <laughs> That's good. Were we still in the RV park? Or was it in at, in Oakland? I think you're in the RV park. So that might have been it. Yeah, but why wouldn't you have just driven 10 minutes? I drove the 10 minutes. It doesn't matter. It was enjoyable. I like that you drove to an RV park. A trailer park. To watch Brokeback Mountain. Mountain. To pull out a pull out bed. The trailer park. With your best friend, Nick. <clears throat> yeah. To watch Brokeback Those Mountain. are not trailers in there. Those are <laughs> RVs. Well, this is one of my favorite things that happens. <laughs> While your wives were out of town. I've never seen that movie, which is it, you, shocking. You, you, think, you would like it. I actually thought that the movie itself was not as good as some people give it. I understand the. Is I understand it more just the hype around it. I understand the hype around it and why, like, there's a certain demographic that would be like uh, celebrating it, which I get, and that part's fine. What kind of demographic? Like, <laughs> yeah. the gay one. Yours, Lydia. <laughs> honestly, the gay one. honestly, I think that the reason the movie got so much attention was not because of like the gay community liking no, it, but it because of the, the Christian, Christian community, community hating, hating it. it. Right, right, right. That that's why I think it got so much traction. There are people that really that think it's a phenomenal movie, which it was good. I thought I, it was I thought good. it was I thought it was good. You don't I like romance stuff again. as much though. You haven't watched it? I either? do. No. Okay. I think it was just the first not like the first of its kind, but the first like mm-hmm. blockbuster kind of like very mainstream movie. I, I, of watch, I really could watch it. Let's have a movie now. I really had a hard time I, identifying with it. You know, like like getting into it. Yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a story that I was. But right. I I like romance movies. Sure, and it's that's it's the that's obviously the whole premise. What's your favorite romance movie of all time? I mean, I'm really partial to The Notebook. I just think it's perfect. Classic. Say I'm a bird, huh? Say I'm a bird. <laughs> You're a bird. I'm a bird. Um, it's yeah, it's yeah. I liked Brokeback. What's yours? Twilight. Call me by your name, but. I don't Isn't think you would like a, that one. I didn't watch Isn't that. Isn't that a Little Nas X song? <laughs> yeah, it was a movie first. <laughs> okay. He's I also really referencing. like Ten Things I Hate About You, which is like a rom com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Heath Ledger also. Mm-hmm. You do. You do have a soft spot for Heath Ledger. Oh yeah. Knight's Tale, Ten Things I Hate About You, Brokeback, mm. Dark Knight. Keith, He's what's phenomenal. your favorite? When the question was asked of Justin, the first thing that popped in my head was Moulin Rouge. Mm. Also phenomenal. You I've never seen it. What? It's delightful. I haven't seen a lot. I watched of it recently and loved it. I was kind of drunk though, mm. and alone on my couch. <laughs> I do. I do love the Notebook. I don't know. This is a hard question for me because I'd have to like okay. really think back. But I do love the Notebook if that counts. Yeah, yeah. If that's I've the first thing it. that comes up to your head, that's a, that's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. It was good. <laughs> like I, I watched the Notebook it multiple times. For fun. Just me. I think yeah. it's a good movie. I don't know if I ever watched it by myself, but I but I have seen it multiple times. It's not one that yeah, I'm like probably oh, a little, little less gated me. Like, I like it. I've only seen it once, but it was. I like Rachel McAdams. She was okay. like kind of the girl next door for me growing up. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I never. <laughs> Your voice got two octaves deeper with that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. she might, never, might have started with a notebook. My uh, my like type or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. No, yeah. she's also in Wedding Crashers, and I think that's that's where it kind of Wedding Crashers is coming from. Yeah. So where were we? Martha we were talking about Martha. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, so they have a conversation that is not abundantly clear, but they're talking about. Varys yeah. asks her anything. 
She says, no, she won't eat. He says, we'll try again at dinner. Supper. Supper. Whatever. Same <laughs> Dinner's lunch. Elevensies. No, no. Same <laughs> fucking meal. Um, what do we think they're doing here? Poison. Okay. Poison is a, a woman and a, a unix weapon, apparently. That's true. Keith? I didn't think that. I just thought he was legitimately concerned about her. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I'm naive. It's generous of you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's super obvious until he until she says, I think the soldiers are watching me. And he's like, of course they are. It's, it's their job. But what do we say? And he, say, he says, the greater the risk, the greater the reward. None of that really happens if it's just like, hey, I want to check on her, see if she's... Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, you I'm, guys talking about it now makes me go, yeah, right. that makes sense. But in the moment, I was just like, man, eh. mm-hmm. I also didn't know who we were talking about. <laughs> Did you mean Danny? Yeah. Yeah, they oh, yeah. never said it. It was never super clear. Because then once they say, like, once he meets John on the beach and is like, she's not eating, I'm like, oh, that's what you were talking about. But I don't, I wasn't remembering, like, yeah. greater risk, greater reward. I was well, thinking, like, oh, maybe they captured someone. Or the last one something. that wasn't eating was the dragons. And Drogon mm-hmm. lost a, right. uh, you know, a brother as well. So, yeah. But I mean, they said she. So mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, think it was Drogon. Maybe you thought Drogon was a, a lady dragon. A she dragon, as they call him. Mm-hmm. It could be. I don't know. We'll I see. I don't want to assume his gender. One way to find out. They actually do say in the books that they that you can you don't know which dragons are male or female mm-hmm. until they have eggs. Mm-hmm. Like, and they even there's even maesters that like hypothesize that they can change their gender on demand. Like um, the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. There you go. Um, but yeah, they were like, yeah, no one's ever gotten close enough to see, mm. <laughs> which is funny. But none of the Targaryens did. I don't think they were worried about that part of them. It's probably true. I don't know. This was in this is in um, Fire and Blood. I would mm. want to make more dragons though, so I think that's why I would be worried about it. Well, they. I mean, yeah. I mean, in that book, there are a shit ton of dragons and dragon Already. eggs. Yeah. Mm. Like they're, they don't have the issues that they have now where like the, the eggs are petrified and you like yeah. only have three in the world. There's like fucking tons of them. And okay. there's wild ones on Dragonstone too that are not, mm. they've never been ridden, never been tamed. And they don't have like real names. They have like, that's cannibal or that's sheep stealer or, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Anyways. You said wild ones on Dragonstone and I thought you were still talking about eggs. And then you said that haven't been ridden yet. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. They never just ridden an eggs. egg. Yep, that's how you. That's yeah. how you break the dragon. She rides ride their egg. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, it's a weird euphemism. Back to Martha. <laughs> back to Martha. Martha. Yeah, I mean that was kind of the end of that. So um, we've got a couple votes for poison. A vote for a vote for didn't know we were talking about Danny naive. Um, no, I mean they didn't say so. It's I think it's fine that maybe you, they just wanted to bring her Starbucks. Could be. I mean, you know, there was actually a second Starbucks somewhere in Dragonstone at some point in the show. So like that's what I thought. There. I thought it was in this episode, actually, in the in the chamber of the table or uh, painted table. Um, but there's another one where uh, is it? Jamie is it, holding is yeah. holding one. Yep, that yeah. was in um, King's Landing. I thought King's right? Landing early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of, lot of issues. <laughs> he was like not in the forefront of the shot. I actually think it was uh, Tyrion's trial. 
It might have been. He was like standing there holding up. Yeah, he's like holding it his hands like it's like they, they caught him. It's like he they, showed they, up to scene like to, to set that day right. with his morning coffee. Yeah. Somebody said action and he was like, Oh fuck, oh, I fuck. still have That's this great. coffee like, cup for my cover, hand. And they but... couldn't they couldn't afford just to get a real quick shot of him just reacting again. He know. wasn't near anyone, was he? It, it yeah, was, no, he was he yeah. was standing in a line of people. Right. I don't remember if it was that exact scene. I, I, you might be right. Or um, it may have been Joffrey's wedding. It, it, anyway, it was it one was of those big like scenes. Yeah. In, it was around that time, and it was in King's Landing, and it was Jamie. Um, and he was standing in a line. Uh, the shot was him in a line of people, and he was kind of towards the end. Uh, it wasn't like 50 people. It was like you know five maybe, but he was on the end. But you just... Uh, I've seen the photo on the internet 50 yeah, it, times. It actually blended in, I think, better than the Starbucks one. Yeah. It was red and you know Lannister armor or armor and stuff. Um, anyways, so yeah, so I think we cut from that to uh, the beach, and Tyrion is lurking from his uh, from his perch, and we're seeing Varys and John down on the beach. Um, John asks about about the or I'm sorry, Varys asks about the Northern armies. John says that they are uh, two days. Uh, they're just crossing the Trident, so they'll be at King's Landing in two days. And then Varys goes into, "Hey, you want to be king? <laughs> like what? Slip it in there real fast. Yeah, just real quick. What does he say in there? Well, um, John says he doesn't want it. <laughs> sorry, Lydia throws something at him. And Varys, uh, Varys responds with men. Uh, men decide where power resides. Not yeah. women. Yeah, fuck women. The fun kind only. Oh, yeah. He starts with, they say every time a Targaryen is born, the gods toss a coin and the world holds its breath. Yeah, and he talks later about, like, you know, not being sure where Danny's coin has landed, but being very sure of where John's has. One thing that I thought was interesting was... He he says very plainly, "You will lead, basically well, not you would lead well, but like you will rule, you know, well." Whereas Danny, you know, not sure. I just thought that that was interesting wording because mm-hmm. it wasn't a uh, question anymore or an option or a theory. You know, it was a you will. Mm-hmm. rule you know as a good king so i just thought that was interesting because it kind of feels like Varys has already put lots of things in the works that are almost ensure that this happens um it also feels like they've just totally abandoned the whole like or Varys has at least the like why don't they rule together kind of thing um why this hand <laughs> you know that's how they do together just scissoring <laughs> Yep. You just scissor like this. I don't know how scissoring actually works. <laughs> Is it? There's yep, you figured it out. Like this? The mm-hmm. one. But there's no like actual leg motion. Because <laughs> with scissors, you scissor. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. But with, yeah, but it's yeah. all from the, the joining point. Right. It's oh, the it's same. True. It's the hips. Oh, yeah. It's just like that. <laughs> yeah, the name comes from that, not the... You need to see again. So yeah. <laughs> if you've got... Person in person, and then, uh-huh. they, and then they can you just, put that up on Instagram too? Yeah, okay. They just work their hips. Yeah, instead of just. They, you, know, I've heard <laughs> you thought it was just like synchronized swimmers? Just I've like never, th- I've their never legs thought together. about it before. This is the first time I've ever actually thought about scissoring. 
You and never thought of sure, that. Sure, 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 sure. Can you and Nick demonstrate? Aren't you guys watching it play <laughs> out in front of you right now? <laughs> I was actually doing something else on my phone, and then I looked up and was like, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm demonstrating scissoring. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, we're on the second scene of the, ep- of the episode. That hurts my webbing between my fingers, though. Yeah, that's because it's not how it was intended, okay? That's not how it was supposed that's to right. go. Of course it's going to hurt. Anyway. So anyway, uh, yeah. Varys <laughs> is planning... To be really subtle about to, yeah. John ruling. I guess he probably just doesn't know John well enough yet. I also just don't believe that John doesn't want it. Personally, the, the Iron Throne or Danny's vagina? Oh, uh, the Iron Throne. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I don't doubt that, like, I don't, because sometimes you want things that you haven't admitted to yourself that you, you want yet. And that's kind of the mm. sense that I get from him. What makes you think that he actually does want it? Um, I think just the fact that, like, Danny did give him a clear and easy out by, like, not telling. His family, and he did anyways. So, big agree on that one. Yeah, but following the whole Ned and John make poor decisions. Sure. Yeah. He's going to do that no matter what. But I also think like his loyalty, he could have been using like as a guise of like, oh, I'm just telling them because I'm a good person and this is who I am. When really, he wants to. He wants it deep down a little bit at least. I I can kind of see. I would believe it if he was like, well, I guess I'll grudgingly do this until you find someone better yeah i don't know if i agree with you but i see your point i think he doesn't feel i don't think he feels qualified and i think it scares him Mm -hmm. but i don't know i think there's a little seed of something in there we've all got imposter syndrome but he's got a seed in him all right oh is the dragon gonna come out of him no i mean danny would do that seed yeah oh yeah danny would peg him for sure and he would take it i'm confident in that and while saying my queen. Oh, yeah. He would say whatever she wanted. Um, Do you think she would want him to role play as Jorah? Just throw in a few. For sure. Khaleesi's here Especially and there. Especially now that he's dead. Like, it w- if Jorah had still been alive, definitely not. But now it's kind of like a, damn, yeah. I really missed my opportunity there. Right. Do this in remembrance of him. Mm. Yeah, and I think that <laughs> she probably did like the, this you know, how, how much he was after her. Yeah. Like he was very, he laid it on thick. Right. And so I think that she would want someone like John who plays hard to get to like Yeah. You know. He could be submissive to be drug and, on too. Huh? He could she could have her, him pretend to be drug on too. Ooh. She might just Rawr! get down with the drug on. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um Yeah, anyway, we are struggling on this one. Um John finishes with a she's my queen. It's stupid. Um, then we get Tyrion and Danny. Uh, they're talking, and he walks in, and it's very the tension in the room is. She looks sick, crazy. I don't even see crazy. Obviously, I think she just looks super sick. But she, I like that them like the makeup artists making her look bad is just not putting makeup on her. Like there might have been a little bit of like contouring under the eyes, but it was just no makeup. It was, it was her, like puffy her hair eyes disheveled. And red. Her. Her hair has not been disheveled for a yeah. very long time. Maybe Masande has been doing it. Could be. Uh, exactly. I don't think that they did anything under her. Her eyes were there so red. May have been a little bit under the eyes. But the, the mainly eyes, it was just like no mascara, no eyeliner. 
It was the red around the eyes that I really noticed. Yeah. Like, it looked like she had been crying. Or, Maybe right? Amelia Clark was thought. just really sad about Masande dying. Could be it. Maybe. So she was just crying. And they were like, well, I think this actually works. She was like, there's only <laughs> two more episodes left. Right. We don't need to send you to makeup just, today. You're fine, actually. Get out there. <laughs> um, Yeah, so they're talking. She says someone betrayed me. Uh, Was it John? And Tyrion, the way that he delivered this line was very like, no, you stupid bitch. <laughs> he was like, Varys. And I, the way that his tone when he said it, I was like, uh, you said that as though it was super obvious, but I would have also probably pegged John. I would peg John, but also <laughs> I would have pegged John to be the one to betray her. Because he kind of did. And she gets into that. She gets into that, yeah. Um, and, you know, she she says, you know, is the truth was it the truth about John? Um, you know, he found out from Sansa. How did you find out? You know, they go into the whole thing. She, again, has problems with Sansa because uh, Tyrion's like, she trusts me. And Danny's like, yeah, exactly. She trusts you. Um, she trusts you to spread secrets. And which you didn't disappoint her. You didn't disappoint. Uh, you know, Tyrion responds with our intentions are good, including Varys's, but that doesn't really matter now. Um, and yeah, Danny's frustrated because again, she was betrayed by John. Um, you know, she like you mentioned earlier, she told him like, "This is the easiest way for this to all go down smoothly." He said, for whatever reason, that he wasn't going to do that, and here we are. We find ourselves now with, you know, her, she should, I feel like, only be frustrated with Varys in this moment, but somehow she's mad at everybody. I could understand. I mean, basically, these all these people have been talking behind your back. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, I think, I'm saying, like, it had John not said what he said, mm-hmm. you know, then... The only person that she could be frustrated with is Varys, but yeah. it, w- it would be a different scenario altogether because that's not what he'd be writing about. He'd be writing something different. Mm-hmm. Probably still the same point. He probably would st- still feel the same way. You're <laughs> saying he would still want to Have get her out of the way him. because yeah. it's because he was already thinking that before he found out. Yeah, but he didn't, before Tyrion told him, you right. know, what if there were? He didn't know there was a better option. He until didn't know there was a better option. He that. was just thinking, this is not the option. Right. Right. Uh, which I still don't understand, you know, at that time, but whatever. Um, you get it now. Yeah. So, I mean, from here we go to the Varys scene where he's writing more letters. Seems like he has not stopped writing. It's now nighttime. Um, he knows exactly what's coming. He knows uh, right away. You know, he burns the letter, which... Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep, I'm with you. You're right. <laughs> when you cut off the oxygen, fire goes out. While there's 80% of the paper still yep. unburned, yep. you put the top on, the fire goes out immediately, and all of what you've written is still there. Is still there, right? I yep. wonder if he did it on purpose so that someone could find that. Someone else could find it. Well, he also put his rings. Yeah. Like he left it. I don't know. This was kind of a weird, like. I don't know what you're doing here. Yeah, and anytime there was like a little detail this episode, I was just upset because I was like, there's no way that all of these questions are going to be answered because we have one more episode. Yep. 
So like, yeah, especially with the rings, I was like, why? Like, what is he doing? But yeah, they we won't a, know. They made a very specific effort to show us, uh, specifically the ring on his right hand. Uh, he took the other ones off as well, but that one ring, and I didn't recognize the the ring or the design or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it was it was a very specific shot. They showed it to us for a reason. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, so he poorly burns the letter. Um, you know, Grey Worm walks in with some guards and there's shackles. Not much dialogue. Actually, not any dialogue. It's just a, you're coming with me, bud. You know what you did. Um, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. So they make their way down to the beach and, um, you know, Danny's there, John's there, Tyrion's there. Um, uh, Tyrion walks over to Varys and says, "It was me. I did it." Which I liked. I liked this. They do. They are friends. You know, mm-hmm. Varys tells him, calls him old friend. Like they are friends. They've gone through a lot together, and I think that that's. I think it was important for Tyrion for to have Varys know, like, because we're friends. Like, I, I think that you should go out knowing that, like, while you were doing what you thought is best for the realm. So am I. Um, so he's yeah, yeah. He he told him not to. In the last episode, last episode, last time him and Varys are talking, he just says Varys, and Varys turns around. And he says, "Please don't." Like he knows exactly what he's going to do. And he told him not to, and Varys didn't listen. And I like that there's no hard feelings. Um, you know, like the Varys's response is, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I deserve this. I really do. Um, he ain't going to be around to find out. But, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, he ends it with the goodbye, old friend. And then... Um, arm touch. Touch your arm. Huh? He said he... Tyrion gave him a little arm touch. Oh, yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Well, just touch your arm. Very, like, lots of nonverbal in the arm touch. Yeah. Um, this is where Danny steps for steps forward. Um, I Daenerys Targaryen title title titles sentence you to die. Was this the first time that we've heard Danny name herself? I think mm-hmm. it's the first time I could remember, and it made um, me sad because it's because Miss Sunday's gone. She right. She may have done it with the Tarleys. I thought she did it um, in Vice Dothrak. Maybe. When she was with all the calls. Yeah. It usually happens without Masande. That's the only time it happens. Yeah. Yeah, I think she did do it with the... Yes. When she burned everything down. Said, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that she did it there. Yeah. Um, maybe not in its entirety, but I th- we did get a version of it with some titles. Yeah. But it is sad, because this would be a... a you know, I don't know about the scenario, but this is yeah. a Masande thing. Masande is typically the one who... Recites her titles um, as she's talking. Drogon's head creeps in. It's cool. It's a cool shot. It was a cool shot. Uh, and then she gives the order for Dracarys. And then there's a, like a... Normally it's pretty instant. Like she says Dracarys and then there's fire. It was like a build up here. So I didn't like the continuity of that. Like normally he just immediately... Mm. Um, I like that they... 
you know, had the build up, but I didn't like that. I wish that they had showed it building up and then her say Dracarys a little later. I like yeah. to think like Drogon is just like a little hard of hearing, you know? Like, yeah. Did, or she, did maybe she say? Did she say Dracarys? Maybe she he's said, a little slow. She said Dracarys. Okay. Yeah, All right. Okay. I, I got it. I got it. I don't um, want to be wrong. Yeah. And yeah. then he he did it. He flamed Varys, and that's the end of Varys. Yeah. I think hitting on Lydia's point that she made earlier, it just felt like another detail that like you gave us something, but it didn't mean anything. Because and to ruin the rest of my thoughts on this episode, a lot of this episode felt like characters not acting the way they have. And I just continued to feel that during this scene. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that that was true of this. It just felt funny because normally it is pretty instantaneous. Right. Um, But I was surprised that Tyrion watched the whole time. You know, normally we've seen him shy away and look away whenever there's something brutal happening in his presence, but he watched Ferris burn. Well, I'm wondering if it was like a I I did this, so I have to deal with it type thing. Yeah, it could be like an honor thing or a responsibility. Um Yeah, and that's the end of Varys. Just like that. Yep. Varys is a player that I thought for sure we were gonna get like some more information about the more info that or like him a real a, eunuch. a real play to the throne for him. Even. Yeah. Uh like Littlefinger, we never really got a firm play for the throne. Varys, we never got a firm play for the throne. Um, I think Varys is further off than Littlefinger. I think Varys genuinely never wanted that, but yeah, just the way that they wrote his character, especially here at the end, it kind of felt like, well, if no one else is going to do it right, I'll just fucking do it kind of deal. Um, but yeah, that's the end of Varys, just like that. No screaming. No, he took it like a champ, champion. Um. Then we get the Grey Worm and Danny scene. This is where she is. Uh, she this, gives him the collar. Yeah, Masande's collar. Um, yeah, it's the only possession that she brought with her. Yeah, ex- I guess except for her clothes. Right. Yeah, except for the whole closet. I don't know of crop they, tops. They made that pants. once they got over on uh, the other side. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, it was made out of dragonstone. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, he just threw that shit straight in the fire. Right. <laughs> He's just like, like... He's not sentimental. No fear. Danny could have been like, I mean, if you didn't want it... I would have kept it. I would have it. kept yeah. it. I just thought you might want this. Right. I uh, I wish I could learn this skill, but I cannot. Throwing things in the fire? You started to learn it. Not having attachments. Sentimental nature. You started to learn it. You got good at it there at the end. Uh, Well, to a degree. I did bring the wedding dress. It's in yeah, the closet. Well, that was the right thing to do. Um, I yeah. bet you look pretty in it, though. I look yeah. great. I look, I look hot. Damn good. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to be wearing it when you guys walk in on Wednesday. You Put should do shit a photo on. shoot. Please do. That would be hilarious. You should look do a. Shit you should on. do a trash the dress. No, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but no, not just, that. Yeah, just put it on and just. Say so I said yes to the dress. Just I just want to like <laughs> lounge around the house in it, and <laughs> just like right. make maybe I'll make like uh, Instagram live videos in it. Yeah, go to work in it one day. <laughs> oh, you oh, show up to work in a wedding dress. Can that you show a nice. house in it? I don't show houses, but can you show a house? Oh, in sure. It? One day, yeah. Show houses in anything. Yeah, just go with anything you want. What style is it? I t- I couldn't tell you. Okay, I don't we can know. go look. <laughs> right now. I got it right there. Right, guys, um, we'll be right back. Hold on. 
<laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm I am very sentimental. I save everything. Um, he just the only thing left of the only person he's ever loved. He just fucking threw that shit right in the fire. Uh, very practical. I, I don't have that. room for this. Yeah, where the fuck am I going to keep this? Marie Kondo brings me no joy. Throw it in the fire. Which is fair play. Yeah. I couldn't let go of that last thing of that person, but he just... Good on him, honestly. Um, well, I wonder if it was also like a battle thing, because he knew he was about to go fight, and he had said that like the only thing that ever caused him fear was losing her. So yeah. this was just like, a, well, I'm about to go fight, so... Whoop. Yeah, I'm sure there's a practical reason. Nothing it just struck me as offensive. A little bit. Yeah. Right? Surprising. Because of who I am as a person. <laughs> um, like how, because it wasn't like they ended on bad terms. No. I've got a bunch of shit from my ex wife still here. <laughs> like he's, you know, I can't let go of that, but he just, she got executed and he's burner shit. I don't know. Um, so yeah, so he just threw it. Then John walks in. Um, and Danny, you know, says, let me talk to him alone. There was a moment where they had like a look. It was really Grey Worm staring John down as he's walking out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone else noticed it. Yes. Uh, but it was very, like, appointed. They, they made a point to, like, show that. So I don't know if that means Grey Worm doesn't trust him or like him. Or, or just could mean nothing, like could a lot of nothing. the other things. It could, it could just be, like, <laughs> a look, but it just felt important. Um I like how annoyed Keith is. <laughs> That's my favorite. The what? I like how annoyed Keith is. I really thought he was going to have more of your like thought process on it. So this is interesting. Yeah, I feel like you've tainted him. I have done nothing to his taint. Not one single thing. Yeah. Nor have I given him mine. Are you as sure? As many times no. as we've all asked. Yeah. <laughs> his taint is clear. That's what the people are crying this. out for. <laughs> his taint is untainted. They yes. will look up and cry taint and we'll say... <laughs> No. <laughs> this podcast is a shit show. I just, you can't say the word tainted without just like it's going a great off. The I didn't even guys. think about it. I didn't either about until it? now. I don't think about taints as much as I do. I don't think about taints ever. Scissoring, yes. Taints, no. not so much. All right. But taints are involved in scissoring. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're right there. They're, they're the whole part. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Two shall become right one there. scissor. Right in there. Um, yeah, so John and Danny are going to talk. Um, she said I was right. I told yeah, you basically, so. what did I tell you? Yeah. Uh, you know, Sansa won because of this. Um, you know, this is where Danny gets a little emotional when she's talking about, um, you know, you, you're the one who has all the love here. I don't have any love. I only have fear. Um, and then he says, I love you. You will always be my queen. And this is when it gets kind of weird. Because Danny's horny and also angry and sad. I don't know. I don't think she's like horny. A strong word. Yeah. I thought she was testing him. No. I don't know. What did how you I think? Feel about like, yeah. Um, I think all of the above. I think she was definitely trying to get some. You don't. You didn't get that vibe at all. I mean, I think she was probably like testing him was a nice byproduct, but I think she would have been into it if. He yeah, was. I mean, I'm not saying like if he would have kept going, she would have been like, no, it was just all a test. But like, it didn't feel like that was the main reason for it. The main oh, reason. I thought for she was trying it, to solidify their their union. Dang. Yeah, that's what I thought. 
Yeah, I I thought it was more like the oh, so I'm only your queen type thing when she when she answers after he like stops kissing her. Mm-hmm. No, it, yeah, she says, "Let it be fear." Then, um, yeah, there's a little bit of like a like a talking into each other's mouths, and I didn't like that very much. I I don't. I'm not. Is that not how I'm you not ready, interact? I'm not with ready your, to get there. Uh-oh. So we you because th- I didn't read any of what you read. Okay, I read this as a hundred percent like. She loves him. She was asking that question like, is that all I am to you? Because we had this, you know, sex stuff. Delightful sex scene on the boat. So I thought like she was trying to test the to see if like that's all he thought about her at this point because things have been weird between them. So I, th- I felt like she was testing the waters, but not in that way. I thought she was like, Trying to see if she can still get some. Yeah, it it felt to me like it was more like I don't have love. All I have is fear. And he he was like, "Well, I love you." And she was trying to be like, "Do you?" Because she's already suspicious that like he wants to take all of this from her. What so did you was, think? I was too um, focused on the mouth talking. Okay, what do you have a opinion one way or the other? Um. Yeah, like I think she wanted to know where he stood, um, but it felt very genuine to me and like a little bit desperate of just like one last, one last attempt to try to see where they stood. I agree with that. Yeah, and I think the step away, like it let it be fear, then was like a okay. So this isn't happening. Fine. Like that's how I read the whole thing. Was she was genuinely trying? Yeah. Not just, I mean, I don't mean just sex. Like, I think she loved him and wanted to, like, further that part of their relationship. And then when he, in that moment, turns her down, that's when she's like, okay. This is one of the reasons why I have softened on the I hate what they did with Danny thing. Because I get it. You know, like, she, across the narrow sea, she had so much love, so much adoration, so much, like, support. And then she comes over here, and people just are the worst. I mean, Sansa and Arya are not, in the North in general, not appreciative of like the sacrifices she's made for their cause. She has no love from them. Um, she has love from John, but John then can't get over the fact that she's his aunt. Which yeah, what a stupid thing to get hung up on. Get over it, bro. So you got a hot aunt. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I wish Danny was my aunt. Right. Exactly. It's aunt. It's not sister. Come on. Or mom. <laughs> that would be weird. Um. Anyways. So with sister. Yes. So anyways, like and all this stuff is just happening. And Masande is killed. And like every everything they have with Cersei, like they're losing because she's not ruthless. And Cersei is. Um, and it, it drives her to get to the point where she's just like, fuck all of this shit. I don't care about the bells. I don't care about, you know, the 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 surrender of the people. I'm going to fuck this up because these people this this has just been one big fuck anything for the last whole season, really? Yeah. I don't know if you want to go if we want to we can have this conversation no, now I, or I'm, we can have I'm, it later. I'm saying this I, is cuz I this is a I want to spend time right. talking about this. The reason I brought it up is because this is one of the reasons why I'm starting to soften on that. I wish that she hadn't gotten there. I loved her a lot for 
who she was as a ruler, but she got here, and that's a problem. Um, but and we'll get there. Okay, for you to get to do that. But I'm just saying this is one of the reasons why I've softened on it. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with all that. Um, yeah. So all right, let it be fear. <clears throat> Which is a powerful statement. It's a cool line. Uh, it is a good line. Then we get uh, Tyrion and Danny. Um, you know they're talking about Cersei. You know there's so many innocent people. You know like like Marine, uh, and she's basically saying like you know they're viewing our mercy as weakness, but she's wrong. You know um, we'll show mercy towards future generations. So she's basically like written off the current people. Uh, they'll never be ruled again by tyrants. Uh, and Tyrion the whole time is like, um, hold on a second. Uh, she just kind of ignores him and tells uh, Grey Worm to ready the Unsullied. You sail for King's Landing tonight. Mm. Um, yeah, then he goes into the city surrender. If you hear the bells, you know... Um, Make sure you. That means that they've surrendered. Yeah, call off your men. Call off your men. Like, please don't. Continue. Danny like nods. She nods. But is she nodding to him, or is she just nodding to Grey Worm? Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, it I felt said like go. an acknowledgement to Grey to me. Mm. It felt like her saying like, "Yeah, fine." Is what because she she nod she nodded with attitude. I thought it was like reluctance. Fine. So she like reluctantly agreed that if fine, if you see that or hear that, then right. Like if Cersei even would do that, I guess I'll forgive them. Is that and, what you thought too? Yeah. Lydia. Yeah. I think that's what I thought in the moment. Obviously it turned out differently, but it felt that way to me when I was watching it the first time. Yeah. It felt like she wasn't a fan of it. She wasn't thrilled. Yeah. Um. So Yeah. She gets the nod, um, and then set basically says, uh, "You know, wait for me at the gates. You'll you'll know the you'll know the sign. You'll know when it's time." Tyrion turns to leave, and she's like, "Oh, by the way, your brother was stopped trying to get past our lines. Um, seems like he hasn't abandoned your sister after all." And Tyrion's like, "Ooh, uh, if I failed you, I'm sorry." <laughs> and she's like, "Next time you fail." Will be the last time. He's felt a lot. He has he's dropped the ball quite a bit, which makes me sad because I really like Tyrion, and he has shown prior to his service with Danny that he is competent. But with Danny, he continues to miss the mark. Like he has been wrong a lot. Yeah, I think he's in a position that right now, like this particular timing of being her hand, is not doesn't play to his strengths. He's not a military commander. He's not a a, a you know conqueror um he's a he's a good ruler and so when it comes to actually ruling you're sitting on the throne and you're making decisions left and right that's where he's really good not necessarily you know what he's being asked to do at the moment in the moment which you know but, but i'm with you i like Tyrion. i just don't know if this plays yeah. his strengths and i don't want to disagree with you but even like when danny left and they were in marine and he made that deal with the slavers like that was a Bad choice as well. There is a huge piece here, I think, of cultural reality that is hard for the the show to really like flesh out. Um, like I think 
if that kind of deal were made in Westeros, based on what we know about Westeros, you probably see that deal honored mm-hmm. from the slavers. Um, when you get, will you bring me something to drink? Me too. Um, Keith too. Thank you. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> we're not sorry. Uh, we know what Justin's. Doing. I could. I didn't catch him. Normally, I try to give like a like a silent signal, but. Oh, like with your fingers. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. Can this you bring all, me a drink? This means scissoring, but it also means drink. Bring me a drink. Bring me the juice. Ew. What? Ew. Not I, that kind of juice. I ewed myself for what I was thinking about. Oh, no, you were thinking right. <laughs> oh, but then ew. Why is that ew? Anyway, um, I, I just think there's something cultural. I think that's a big reason why he has struggled with Danny is because he has only been around people from Westeros and knows the kind of the systems and operations and all that right. in Westeros, but Danny's not influenced by that at all. She's not been molded by that at all. But then when they get to Westeros, he keeps making the wrong choices as well. Sure. I think that's all that's left. <laughs> sure, or water, whichever. Don't bring any of those really shitty seltzers. He's going to bring a shitty seltzer. Yeah. Um, and then it's going to be a joke because he really brought you a beer that you wanted. Fair play. Um, yes, but I think the reason he's failing in large part is because Danny's not fully trusting him. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's where the challenge with him is, is it's with Danny, not with everyone else. Not... I think both sides are valid. I don't think it, I think it's just a miss. Mm-hmm. Like I think Danny doesn't understand him. He doesn't understand Danny. Right. And so like everything that happens, like I think with a normal ruler, Jamie did do some good. Jamie did help. Jamie did fulfill his side of the bargain. Danny views it as a bigger betrayal than somebody else might. Um, and so I think that that's a miss. Like I think him going back to Cersei isn't a total like uh miss on Tyrion's suggestion to trust him. I think it was just a miscommunication. And yeah. as we know, that can destroy relationships. He's also just been in like situations that are hard to succeed in, you know? That I think it's hard for any like one person to do really well in. Yeah, because when he was, you know, the hand of the king before he was serving the side of the powerful, like those in power. Mm-hmm. Now he's serving the usurper and it's a different tactic and there's different methods to it and it requires different focus and strategy. Like, um, yeah. So I, I, I think that all those things are, yeah. Well, and there's probably who he was serving too. like Joffrey was an idiot. So like, of course, his plans are going to be bad and Darius are going to be good. Right. Whereas like Danny has the strength and the intelligence to like do much better things than Joffrey's going to do. Yeah. I think they just, they're missing each other. I, th- I think that they just, neither of them really understands the other and they don't really have time to figure that out because it's kind of like all systems go. And so right. And there's only one more episode. Yeah. They've only got one episode episode to figure it all out. And I, just feel like they it's been rushed out of necessity. I mean, that's he yes. joined her at a time where she was on the cusp of making her move, you know. 
I think had he joined her way earlier, uh, like even before her conquest of Marine, I think this is a different story altogether. But because of the timing, I just think it's a challenge. Um, then we get um, Davos and Tyrion. Uh, this is where he. Wait a second. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he lands with John. Yeah, he I, I was thinking he had this conversation with Davos after he spoke with Jamie, but he has it before. Yeah, before. Um, yeah, so he basically asks him for a favor. Uh, we don't get clarity really on what that is. Oh uh, yeah, and until he later. Says you're the greatest smuggler alive, right? And he said, "I'm not gonna like this favor, am I?" Classic Davos. Nope. <laughs> but you'll do it anyway because you're Davos. That's who you are as a person. Uh, anyway, that's the end of that. Uh, then we go to Arya and the Hound. Uh, this is where they are coming up on the enemy lines. Um, mm-hmm. And they say, you know, she says, I'm Arya Stark. I'm here to kill. I'm going to kill Queen Cersei. And the guy's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to let you through or... And, um, you know, the hound chimes in, like, look, think about it. You know, if there's no siege, you probably don't die. You're not even die tomorrow. This is all, it's all good this way. And the guy's like, I should probably go talk to my captain. And the hound's like, go talk to your captain then. And then they just <laughs> go on by. Um, yeah, so they're making their way to, making their way downtown. Walking fast. Walking fast. Riding fast. Riding slow, actually. Um, but yeah, so they're headed down there. Then we get uh, Tyrion and the Unsullied. Um, this is where he is coming up to see Jamie uh, and is trying to speak, <laughs> which I thought was so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the Unsullied, finally, the guard is like, we, we speak the common tongue. <laughs> yeah, we, we could just do English. And Tyrion's like, well, that's good. Um, so then they have the conversation about like the orders... Who gave you those orders? Do they come from the queen herself? No. Well, then I probably outrank by a lot. Mm-hmm. Whoever did give you those orders, take the night off. I got this shit. Um, and they kind of look at each other and decide it's his head, not mine. Um, then he goes in to talk to Jamie. You know, he says, how'd they find you? Jamie holds up his golden hand. Cersei always said I was as stupid as Lannister. Um, I like that he recognizes that. <laughs> yeah. Jamie's not um he's not stupid in his knowledge. He's foolish in his actions. Yeah, he's maybe not wise. Right. Like he knows, but that's not gonna stop him from right. doing. Like he's in uh King's Landing and decides now is a great time to unglove. When I just had a problem with this earlier. Yeah. Well, when you're in King's Landing, you think this is all like people who like me mm-hmm. kind of deal. Um, anyway, so they're talking. Um, you know, Tyrion's like, you're going back to die with her, aren't you? You son of a bitch. Um, and then he talks about like all the innocent people. You know, a lot of people are going to die innocent or otherwise. And Jamie's like, I didn't really care for them, to be honest with you, innocent or otherwise. Um, which I liked. I like that that's, you know, Jamie has kind of had that attitude most of the show. They kind of tried to show a little bit of character development from him, but went right back to who he is. Um, 
then they start talking about the child. You know, obviously you care about one innocent, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, Tyrion's like, she's not going to win. She's talking about Cersei. Jamie's like, she stands a chance. Tyrion's like, she's going to die, bro. Um, this is where Tyrion suggests that they just sail away. Like, what if you just gave up? Like, what if you could talk her into it? Um, he makes him swear that he'll try. And Jamie does swear it. Did you feel like you believed him, mm-hmm. Lydia? Yeah. Yeah. Jamie, if nothing else, has shown that he will stick with his word for the most part. And now. Well, he's done it before. I mean, right. he showed up in the north. He had to know that, that he was probably going to get killed. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Sword. I think after the, after the stuff with Brienne, like coming down from, um, from the start camp when him and Brienne are first together, I think he, he really turned over relief there where if he's going to make an oath, make a promise, he's going to keep it. Yeah. Um, although he's going back the other direction now. So maybe not. Yeah. But he never promised he wouldn't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just promised he would come fight. I wanted right. to know what people thought in this scene of so like when Tyrion's talking about Jamie taking Cersei away, do we think that's because Tyrion still cares about Cersei or is it mainly for Jamie? Because he knows that Jamie cares about Cersei. Hmm. I think it's probably a little bit of both, but more heavier on the Jamie. Yeah. He really doesn't want. He wants Jamie to be safe no matter what, even if that's also at the cost of keeping Cersei alive. Yeah. But I do think he has a soft spot for Cersei. Yeah. Um, you know he shouldn't, and I don't understand why he would, other than family's something that's important. You know, feeling like he belongs. I think there's also a part of him that feels like he can he can repair the lifetime of brokenness between them. Mm-hmm. If he does one more thing, you see it when he goes to her, when Danny's in King's Landing, they have the meeting, he goes to Cersei. Everyone's like, bro, you're going to fucking die. And he's like, no, I'm fine. It's cool. I got this. I think there he's trying to plead with her. I think, I think part of him wants to patch things up. I think he wants things to end differently with their relationship. Yeah. So I think probably to him, Primarily, he wants to save Jamie, but also I do. I think that part of him hopes that some of one of these actions is going to break through to Cersei, and she's going to see that all along he was trying, you know, and maybe she'll change her ways. Yeah, and I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking he thinks it's the easiest way to stop the fighting because he doesn't know about Arya, and I don't think he assumes. I would assume that Danny would just go blow the Red Keep. And that would be the end of it. But Jamie getting to her and convincing her to leave seems like the most surefire way to at least maybe get a chance and not like killing the whole city. One might think. Nicholas? No, I agree with you. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I think that he does care for Cersei and care for her baby. I think that's evident. Last episode when he's outside the walls and kind of negotiating directly with her. When he loved Tommen and Marcella Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot. How do you Um, feel about Joffrey? I think he thought the same thing I feel, which is fuck Joffrey. I see. Um, Yeah. 
Um, but I do think you're right in that it's probably more of a Jamie thing. He knows that Jamie's never if if Jamie isn't over Cersei at this point, he's he's never going to be. Yeah, I think if I think if Jamie weren't going back to Cersei, he would not care quite as much. Yeah, yeah. Or but, maybe even try to save Cersei at all. I mean, we did have the the negotiation on the wall mm-hmm. that I was referencing. So I do think there's something there, but I don't think he cares enough to like to put his neck out on the line. He put his neck out on the line for Jamie. He, right. He's not doing it for for Cersei. Um, and yeah, this this gave him a, a good opportunity to repay the favor. Jamie busted him out once before. He's busting Jamie out. Yeah. What did you think? You agree with that? Um, yeah. When I was first watching this, I just felt like this spoke to Tyrion as a character a lot. Because to me, it seemed like he still cares about Cersei way more than she cares about him. Um, which just made me sad because I feel like he, I mean, is obviously a way better person than she is. But this really spoke to that. And it just made me sad for him because he's still trying to like look out for his family. Yeah. Unfortunately, it does not pay off. Um, Jamie, after the swearing, uh, Jamie's like, you know she's going to fucking kill you for this. And he's, I don't know if he's delusional or hope, blindly hopeful or what, but he's like, you know, maybe she'll show mercy once she sees that the path to the Iron Throne is free and clear and easy and... Um, you know, then they have their moment where Tyrion tells him, like, you're the only one that didn't treat me like a monster. You were all I had. Um, you're why I survived. Yeah. This is a sad scene. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since we learn later that this is their last scene. Um, but this was a, we've seen before that they have a, a special bond. Um, and we know that Jamie always treated Tyrion well. We've seen Tyrion, or uh, sorry, we've seen Jamie advocate for Tyrion with Tywin, with Cersei. Uh, we've seen Tyrion advocate for Jamie, you know, but this, yeah, this is a special moment. Somebody's crying. I think it's Tyrion. Jamie doesn't really seem like a crier. Uh, but when he kind of steps away, he doesn't seem like he's crying. Mm-hmm. So could just be poor. Directing or something? I don't they, know. Just, they got they got quickly emotional. Yeah, they you know clean it up pretty quick. Right, can't be seen on screen crying. No, I crying. thought I was the one crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is like a pretty emotional, mo- especially for me. I know what's coming. You know, for you guys, you might have seen it coming, but like I had no doubt that. Like, Jamie's about to die. They're never going to see each other again. I didn't see what happened coming because I hated it. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it because... You did, you did call Euron killing Jamie, Jamie killing Euron, like, them fighting. You called that last episode, which was kind of nuts. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know if... What was that? Oh, nothing. That was for Lydia. Thank you. Um. Yeah, so from here we go to King's Landing. Um, we get a lot of things happening here. Uh, we see the Iron Fleet. They look pretty powerful. Fleety. Huh? Fleety. They look fleety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good adjective. 
you're on Firefit of the Week. Kind of piratey, kind of motorcycle guy. He had some intricate stars <laughs> on his. All I could see is a motorcycle guy. Yeah. It also was piratey. It was the unbuttoned. Like, he looked good. The only difference between pirates and motorcycles is land and sea. That's really yeah. wet or not wet. Right. And, right. How, and how many buttons are buttoned, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, motorcycle guys are just the pirates of the open road. Right. right. A lot of leather. <laughs> a lot of yeah, I'm into it. gruffness. I would like to be cool, like, have the aesthetic of pirate. Of a pirate biker? Yeah. That would be cool. I would enjoy that. Maybe one day. Um, we see the scorpions. There are a lot of them. Many much scorpions. They move a lot slower this episode, though, than they did in previous episodes. Don't bring it up. Yeah, they made a very <laughs> conscious effort to show how long it takes to reload these things this episode. Whereas last episode, it seemed like they were machine gun. Just fire away, boys. Yep. Last time. Mm-hmm. No, I well, <laughs> I feel differently than you do about that. I feel like there were multiple scorpions shooting, whereas you feel like it was coming from one. No, I know there were multiple shooting, but it just felt like there were... I also hated that they could aim, but it also felt like it was a lot. Yeah. It's not the best thing that happened, but it's also not the worst thing that happened in this episode. Right. Any episode. Right. It was just a thing. Yep. There were a lot of them. And we're talking about things. We are. Um, so everyone's kind of assuming the position. Not the fun kind. Just the war kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all getting ready. Um, yeah. Then we see Jamie kind of making his way into the city. I guess that happened pretty quickly. Because he was walking fast. Yeah. Uh, good callback. Thank you. Uh, then we get the Golden Company lined up. There's not that many of them, it doesn't seem. Yeah, I feel like we've gotten shots of the Unsullied before, of like 10,000 Unsullied or 8,000 or whatever you want to call it. And yeah, way more than Seems this. like a lot of people. And then this is, they're supposed to have, I think, 20,000. 20, 20 yeah. And doesn't look like that. Nope. This looks like 8,000, and that looked like 20,000. Yeah. I like their sigil, though. Oh, it's, it's, the, coolest, it's the coolest mm. one in the show, in my opinion. The skulls. It, very, it was very, like, 300-esque yeah. to me. They didn't last long. <laughs> no. No. They didn't. No, they got the coolest sigil, but they've got probably the worst fighting skill. Now, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, a dragon blew up a gate on top of them. They were getting, like, fire rain down on them from a giant dragon. They but, probably hadn't trained for that. Probably weren't prepared. I mean, if you weren't prepared, that's because you didn't you didn't prepare. It's true. Because we knew that this is what you were fighting. You knew that as soon as you got hired. I mean, they might not have told them. Hey, she's got dragons. Yeah. Everyone knows in the whole fucking world. <laughs> I know, but you don't want to like go hire people and be like, oh hey, by the way, you'll be fighting dragons. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like the go- we know that the Golden Company were from Essos, and that was over the Narrow Sea, and word of Danny's like. Conquest was famous totally across. I think that they they knew full well what they were getting into. Uh, I think that they just had a really good artist draw up a cool sigil and then sucked it <laughs> using it. Like this should that should have been the unsullied like sigil, not that stupid fucking arrow that they have. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So the sigil's cool. Then we get Tyrion and John. It's basically the same conversation that we've already heard. Where he's saying, if you hear the bells, that means they surrender, call off your men. Um, and John, like, just walks away. John just kind of walks away angrily. 
then Tyrion's like looking at Davos with like a pleading look on his face, and Davos is, just follows John. Whatever. Um, then we see that Jamie got locked out of the Red Keep. Uh, so that was unfortunate. Hand didn't help there. Nope. Soldier. <laughs> Soldier. Look at my hand. Tyrion Raven. Just push your way for like. Or just say who you are if you're exposing yeah. your well, hand. Well, yeah, start just bashing people in the head with your golden hand. Yeah. I think you or get take attention. your other golden hand off and hold it yeah, a little bit like, higher. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a second, that's two hands. <laughs> it's the, the highest air. hand I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's definitely ways for this to work out. Um, also, he walked right by another sh- soldier to go like down the alley. Right, you just yeah. be like, hey man, can you tell your guys that like can I'm you, can you get me through here? Jamie fucking Lannister, see my hand. Um, that yeah, could, so that could be anyone after he's locked out. Uh, we get our first shot of Cersei in this episode, fire also, fire fit of the week. Yeah, so that coming. So she looked great, she how, looks good in red. She does, but how has her hair stayed this short for this long? She's got to be keeping it with the short cut. <laughs> Why they, it looks they, so bad? She doesn't want to go it. through that awkward stage of short hair stuff. and long hair. It's been this length for like I went years. through that a few years ago. Where I was like gonna grow my hair out, and then I got to that awkward, and I was like, I'm not gonna do this. The pandemic was the time where everyone should have grown out their hair. If you didn't do it, then yeah, never gonna do it. You're miss, missed out. It just looks there, it, there. There really is like a bad awkward stage, and I just couldn't get past it. Uh, and I think Cersei's probably the same way, and so she just keeps a bad haircut. She probably could have just had Kyburn make her a cool right like cool clean wig. hat. Yeah, make her she, a lace front, Kyburn. Golden golden wig like they like they made for Jamie a golden hand, yeah. Or like they made for Viserys, sort of. Except maybe it doesn't kill her. Maybe, maybe it does. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be better. Than it would be got. a better death yeah. than better than her better hair. Than <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she gets fire fit. Um. It was awesome. Then we see Drogon way up in the sky. So one thing that I've learned from reading Fire and Blood, Fire and Blood is because this is one of the things that like they don't show a lot in Game of Thrones in regard to the dragon's combat skill. They often show the dragons just flying at a low angle just straight at the enemy. I was very happy to see him coming out of the sky. Come sun. out of the sky. Fire and Blood, basically every dragon related battle that I've gotten to so far the dragons come out of nowhere straight from the sky downward and when that's the case they there's nothing you can do like they they move too fast the scorpions don't look straight up like there's there's no well and you've got the sun behind you so you can't see as well that's what you're on you see him he's like is that something and then you see like it's a fucking dragon they try to get the scorpions around but can't and and plus that angle it literally can't go straight up um, so that's one thing I was glad they finally did because now that I'm reading Fire and Blood mm-hmm. or listening to Fire and Blood, it's like the best tactic ever. We would still have three dragons if this had been employed the whole time, without a doubt. Like there's no way she any of them die. Um, there's also other ways that we still have three dragons, which include a lot of things that <laughs> stupid combat decisions. Um, Making more dragons. No, just, uh, I don't know, keeping the dragons out of it or as soon as, you know, everyone is on the dragon, we just leave right away instead of just hanging around or mm. 
not uh, taking all of them with you all the all time. Of them. Yeah, just there's a lot of things. Not uh, flying by the magic aimed ships. Yeah. But now we've got one dragon and he finally puts it together and this scene is awesome. He just fucking ruins everything. Ruins, ruins every, the, iron the whole everything. That shot of him flying low on the water right at Euron was so cool. And then Euron abandoned ship because he's a pussy. Not the good kind, not the strong, powerful, child birthing kind, but the Euron kind. Um, <laughs> the Euron. The Theon kind, maybe? The Theon kind, yeah. Great um, kind. Yeah, so uh, it, it, I mean, it was just cool. Like, like Drogon just neutralizes the Iron Fleet in seconds, which that's what I want to see from the dragons. Like, you're telling me a bunch of wooden ships are going to kill a dragon or win a battle like no i've got a fucking fire breathing dragon you stand no chance that's what's so funny later on we'll get to it but like when cersei's like oh we well, need one good shot kyron's like um all the scorpions are gone <laughs> yeah but Euron did it we're all well, fucked <laughs> yeah um so i was glad to finally see that um there's just carnage everywhere yeah um this is where I didn't see him, but this is where Aaron Rodgers is, right? He's in, he's on like the wall, right? I actually thought he was in the streets. Oh, uh, I thought he was a soldier on the wall. He was, I, I thought he was a soldier in the streets, kind of when everything's really chaotic and yeah, stuff's maybe. exploding. Like once Danny goes crazy, and um, that's when I thought, but I'm sure you'll look it up. So for those of you non sports fans that are either listening or in the room, Hi. Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback for the Green oh, Bay Packers. I know who Aaron Rodgers is. Do you know who Aaron Rodgers is? He's the brother of... Um, he is the brother of Jordan, Jordan Rodgers, yes. bachelor, bachelor contestant. <laughs> Steve Rodgers, Captain um, America. We right. talked he's, about... Yeah, I've actually... Yeah, he's right. in the streets. So, yeah. So, he had a cameo. And when it was announced that he was going to have a cameo, I think everyone thought that it was going to be like an Ed Sheeran type yeah. cameo. Like it's not. someone you see on screen, actually. Yes. <laughs> It's not, it's actually, it's like all the celebrities who are stormtroopers. A hundred percent. Right, because like, he's not Ed Sheeran. So, yep. like, is he as big of a deal as Ed Sheeran? He's probably the most talented quarterback ever to play. He, But is, is he more popular than Ed Sheeran? He is as popular as Ed Sheeran. Really? There, um, but not, probably he's not, not internationally, a, no. He's not as talented. Okay. He's talented. He's the best at his craft, yeah, talent-wise. He, he can't sing. <laughs> Can Ed Sheeran be a quarterback? My problem is actually more with the not as, or he's more popular than Ed Sheeran. I think that Aaron Rodgers is popular in America, specifically with sports fans. Right. Ed Sheeran's like a global phenomenon. And even if people don't like him, I feel like the masses know who Ed Sheeran is. All across the world. Most people outside of the US don't know who Aaron Rodgers is. There's some that follow American sports or whatever, but for the most part, they don't know. Yeah, you might be right. Um, this isn't was, the battle I thought I'd be fighting today. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, we're getting to that. I'm fall. sure. You know, I'm not going to die on this hill. I'm I trying just, to delay love, that one because I know it's going to be bloody. Ed Sheeran's cameo a lot. Like, I love the song. It, it was good. The, yeah, that was a good way one. to write somebody in. Like, yeah. It's new. <laughs> yeah, it's new. Um, yeah, so uh, you get na- then we get the shot of the Golden Company. What's that guy's name? The fucking leader? Strickland. Strickland. Not a main character. We thought I know, weird. They tricked us. He has main character face face features and hair because there were only like eight two episodes. Eight two episodes. Eight two. Yeah. yeah. There were there were enough for him to take on a larger role. They just 
I guess maybe forgot about him for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we forgot about Yara this whole one of the many season? things. Oh yeah. Well, she's hanging out on the Iron Islands. Right. We talked about her, I guess. Um. So you you get the look of him hearing. I think it said explosions on the subtitles. Um. Anyway, they are hearing some stuff happening in the other part of the city. Everyone starts kind of perking up and like paying attention. And then out of fucking nowhere, Drogon bursts through, you know, boulders go flying, fires everywhere, people are burning alive. It's awesome. Um, and then you get the charge from Danny's army, led by Grey Worm, which I just thought was glorious. Um, and they, yeah, they engage in combat. Um, the dra- the dragon fire burning these bodies was just glorious and epic. Um, I want to see more of it. Soldiers, not common people. Well, it seemed like she did an amazing job of not hitting remotely common people during her, all this. Beginning her tactic in this battle is the best that we've seen. You know, in the in the train where not the. You know, but like the the loot train mm-hmm. where she was like burning all the wagons and carts instead of all the soldiers. Right. This time, soldiers only. But also not the one cart that she should have burned. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not she got a, a whole lot of skill out of nowhere. This yeah. episode. Well, she learned by losing two dragons. Yeah. Probably. It's I guess. now dragons very precious, so you have to up your game. I mean, she took every scorpion out along the wall. Like this was awesome. Um. Here's a question. Where did all these Dothraki come from? That's a great question. Not that many people died during the Yeah, they just turned their the longest night. They turned their swords off when they were out there. <laughs> is what happened. They just got wet with the snow. Yeah. Yeah. This was hard. It was <laughs> it was magic snow cuz they were near the white the whites. Cuz we saw what? We had a problem with what? 10 coming back. Mhm. And now there's just like a whole wall of them. Yeah, the only the only saving grace here, I think, is is if they and I agree completely. I said the same thing when this happened. Um, the only saving grace is that they if they didn't use all of them on the on the charge, right? And then later on, next episode when they're going through, like, okay, who has what left? The Unsullied to say they have a half. The you know Northern Army says they have half, and the Darthraki. Guy does the same thing. He comes and like sweeps half of his little chips away uh, off of the table. That's the only time that we're like, oh, they have more, I guess. But I agree with you. You made it a big deal of, of lighting their stores on fire, and then you sent them into the army of the dead. And are they? They're just back. Is that yeah, how that works. I guess I just didn't really understand, like from a strategy standpoint, right. if that really was the fight for the living. Why not all of them? Why not send every single thing you've got? Because you can't hold them back. What good is holding them back do? Yeah, other than what make is this a battle harder later? What is a mounted rider inside of a fort going to do? And also there's like the trench with the spikies. They're useless. Yep. So you send them all. Yeah. Nope. They hid half. I'm with you. I'm just, you know. Just, it this just is what I've gotten back odd. over the years. Um... Grey Worm had the spear throw, the first spear throw. He gets another one later, but this one was awesome. Um, Lannisters are just start dying in the street as the first wave of uh, northern soldiers break through the broken wall. 
I guess they didn't really break through. They just walked through. If the Lannister soldiers have the little like face guard thing that they never why use, why are they open? Why are they open? This What's the if, point? if there's any time that it should be closed, it's during this. When you can't see their faces. Also, I was looking at those, and even if they were closed, I feel like the holes are just larger than they should be. Yeah, I don't it's know. basically I just, just guarding your nose. I just think it's stupid. Like, why wouldn't their things be closed? Beats me, bud. Yeah. I didn't like how they opened to begin with. I like that they open <laughs> as a post-battle or like right before the battle kind of cool feature. I don't like that we never one time see them closed. And I also don't like that they don't seem, like you said, to really protect anything if they are closed. I like the feature of the helmet like flipping up. It's just like a visor lifting up. I like it. It's cool. It's unique. It's whatever. But it... We never see it in use. For me, it was like those sunglasses where like you can flip <laughs> them up, like each one singularly and just like be wearing glasses. But instead of up, which is normal, they went out. They're like suicide stupid. doors. Yeah. <laughs> like, which I like. And they just go. Whoop. I like those glasses that magnetize in the middle and you pull them apart. And, you know, oh, yeah. 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 You can put the butterfly or suicide doors on any vehicle ever. And I'm a fan of it. Any vehicle. Any vehicle. <laughs> Put them on a put them on my Corolla on motorcycle, <laughs> on a Yaris. Put them on, you name it. It Clown makes car. that car cooler. A what? Clown car. I'm telling you, can name any car. If the door opens like this, it's cooler automatically. <laughs> or even better when they like lift, like scissor lift up. It's just, just scissors better. on the brakes. All scissors, <laughs> scissors, <today. laughs> scissoring everywhere. Just lifting them up while they scissor. It's just, it's just cooler. It just is. It's just. There's no denying it, and it's cooler on Lannister helmets. But if you never use it, what's the point? Right. You may as well just like rip it off and then just have an open, because that's going to affect your sight line here. Yeah, your perifs. You know, but if you flip it like this or whatever, mm-hmm. Batman eyes or something. I don't know. Anyway, another thing that we'll add to the list when we write <laughs> D and D to talk shit. Did you make it halfway there? <laughs> You got tired. It started to hurt my fingies. <laughs> my fingies. Um, here we get the first Kyburn scene where he comes in and breaks the news that all the scorpions have been destroyed. She's like, that's fine. Euron's killed one before. He's like, mm, the Iron Fleet is burning. Uh, the gates have been breached. She's like, the Golden Company. He's gone. like, <laughs> gone. Uh, she mentions that any Lannister soldier is going to fight harder or whatever. This is when she learns that the... And she's, she mentions the Red, Cle- Red Keep is the safest place ever. It's never been uh, never been breached. Until now. Which, to be fair, I learned this in Fire and Blood, the Red Keep wasn't built until like after Aegon's conquest, so it would have been. <laughs> like, never was the dragons. Yeah. It never has had to endure what is happening now, so mm-hmm. it's and, not really a fair comparison. If you want to call the, you know, uh, the some savvier listeners might say, well, what about the Mad King being overthrown by Robert? Well, actually, they let them in. Yep, right. walk so, right on in. Yeah, which was crazy. Yeah, it was Tywin, but um, yep. But anyway, so yeah, so it's never been breached. Um, it's never been fired upon by a giant fucking dragon. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is really just all bad news for Cersei. There and is a, a battle in Fire and Blood where it's breached. There might be a loophole, but there is. I'm yeah, not sure I'm, there I'm yet, not there but, yet. But 
the the main thing is like you're using that as like your you're gonna take your final stand, right? But like your argument's weak. It's right. not, it's not how to endure what it's about to endure. And also, it's not like even there's a window separating you between or separating you from Jurgon. It's just right. just open open floor plan, which I like. I like the architectural yeah. design. Not great for stopping a dragon not breathing fire directly on. Well, you. yeah, and like men running up from the bottom, like that's a little bit easier this yep. dragon's just flying like around flying on your level like and firing towers to the ground yeah. like Ho- hogwarts is is going down it's yep. done yeah it's, um yeah, sugar they're going down swinging right so yeah we get drogon in the distance just burning the, yeah. t- the this is before obviously the the chaos but he's just neutralizing her whole army um, Grey Worm is leading the kind of second wave charge to the streets. Then they make it to the standoff with the Lannister soldiers and the existing Northmen where the main characters burst through. They push for primary position in front of the crowd. Um, they have their standoff. Tyrion's in the back, like right at the, where the wall fell and he's kind of seeing everything burning and, you know, he's kind of premature, I think, in his realization that everything's crazy this is pr- probably what I would expect from a dragon battle, yes. but he seems really bothered by it. I just felt like that was a little premature. If I was in a battle, I'd be, I'd want to be right next to Tyrion. Cause if he, he's not going to be in any hell no. places where this is, could go badly. Yeah. Like, no. Hey, I'm going to, I'll, I'll look out for the, I'll little, be the, the little guy, the half man's I got him. bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather just not be here at all. Of course. But if I have to be, yeah. yeah, then, yeah then but someone's got to keep uh dragonstone. Yeah. Okay. Might so. as well be me. Yeah. Um yeah. He's you know, has the moment where he looks at the bell, he's just waiting. Drogon lands and is very scary. <laughs> he's screaming or whatever dragons do, roaring. Screaming. Screaming. <laughs> I don't really know. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> it was very whatever it was, it was scary. Um the Lannisters decide to surrender. Smart play here. Good choice. Like, what else are you going to do? Um, Nobody likes Cersei. Nobody wants to die for Cersei. No. No. Yeah, well, I thought it was just funny because she had just talked about how, like, yeah. our, our army will fight harder than anybody no, ever. Like, no, they nah, hate you. They're fucking dumb. You're the worst. Um, so Tyrion's still looking at the bells. Everyone's screaming for the bells. You know, eventually we get there. The bells toll. Um, and we just get this shot of Danny like... Not really giving a shit. I didn't hear any bells. She seems to be like I wrote unhinged, Danny, because mm-hmm. she's she does look like she's battling like demons inside of her for a second before she finally has Drogon fly off. I thought initially she was just gonna go burn the Red Keep to the ground, which also, is a fair play. What I That's was fine for just go end it. You know the bells are tolling, but you got to kill Cersei, right? Like. Yeah. So my first thought was that's what's about to happen, and I'm a, I, I like I'm fine with that move. That a okay. Is it a war crime? Probably. <laughs> is it fine? In my opinion, yes. You fly, you burn down the Red Keep, kill Cersei and everyone that she's got mm. in there, like you know, and it's, you just start over. It's not as personal of a death as I want for Cersei. No, I want someone who she's hurt to be able to be doing it. 
But I think her on Drogon killing Cersei in that way, totally down for that. Yeah, it'd be better than than what we get. Right, anything's better. As soon as the first Lannister soldier dropped their sword, I was like, "Doesn't matter. She's still gonna." Really? She's going in. Yeah. Wow. It was a little bit later for me, but it was before it happened. It it was when you see Danny unhinged, Danny like losing her shit on top of Drogon. But I wanted her to just fly straight to the Red Keep, burn it down. I'm very into that move. Big fan of that. Let's just start the whole thing over. Um, then we get the Targaryen words of fire and blood everywhere to everyone. This is where... You get fire. You get fire. It's just... You get fire. It's brutal. You know, we get a shot of Tyrion is like literally appalled by what's happening understandably it, it didn't make sense um well disagree but okay well we can talk about it now we're here now <laughs> danny's fucking burning she's drogon's leveling everything. everyone and everything yep without question her people their so people. i need to be very clear in my opinion about this episode and then specifically this moment i feel like i left the lunch table today with a misunderstanding about how I feel about this. Okay. So Emily, this is mostly for you, but also for anyone else listening. I hate that Danny did this period. In addition to that, I also not saying, but, or however, (laughs) I also, understand how she got here. I don't think that it was quite as flip a switch. This is totally uncharacteristic as a lot of people talk about. Like on the internet, people are like, out of nowhere, they made her a mad queen. She, in the span of five minutes, lost. That's not, I don't view that as true at all. I actually think that this was forecast from season one. If you think about Danny's story and everything that she's endured... You talked about a little bit of it earlier, but the whole scope of it is trauma is outside of Sansa, maybe the next worst story in all of Westeros, you know, from, from the Game of Thrones show. She was sold into slavery to a Dothraki warlord, like by her brother, so that he could get an army to come to Westeros. So he was going to leave her with the Dothraki warlord. She came to love that warlord, which is Drogo. Uh, uh, Drogo got pregnant, was going to have a child with him. He pledged his loyalty to her, um, killed her brother, pledged to fight for her, to give her the, the chair, you know, the iron chair that she wanted, and then was injured in battle, but but was really murdered by. Miramaz Dor, the witch, probably. The baby she also lost. Um, Only death pays for life. Exactly. Um, Perfect. And that's all season like one, maybe early two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's one. Then you get, um, I'm trying to think of the of the, the sequence of events. Um, so you get that. Then you get the wandering the desert. You know, with not much, she's been abandoned by the Dothraki. Uh, she's got very few loyal followers, and they are on the brink of death. She's brought into Karth. Um, 
She had her baby dragon stolen. Mm-hmm. She was betrayed by... Zarazanodaxos. Yep. Uh, he tried to swindle his way into her life and... Welcome to the House of the Undying. With that slave girl, what was her name? Mm, fuck. Uh, no, started with a D, maybe? Yeah. The so long. betrayed by someone, one at the time, one of her closest comrades, Anzaro, uh, bounced back from that, you know, found her footing, um, then had the whole thing with the masters. She had a deep compassion for the innocent and all this stuff. The masters obviously crucified all of them, so had to see that atrocity. She um, freed the slaves you know, in Marine, um, sons of the harpy, the sons of the harpy, then, you know, retake havoc and chaos uh, during her reign there. Uh, she was, she had multiple attempts on her life from Westerosi people. Um, she had that weird prophecy with Quaith that mm-hmm. still hasn't come back into play, but whatever. Um, she You're supposed to forget about that. The what? You were supposed to forget about that. I know that. I was, but I can't. Um, she then finally, well, then she's betrayed again. You know, the masters come back and try to overthrow her. Betrayed by Jorah. Betrayed by Jorah again. Yep, that's another big one. Then she, after all of that, she finally makes her way to Westeros. Then this picks up on really where you were talking earlier. She never one time, with the exception of John, has had any warm welcome in in um, Westeros. She's lost two dragons here. She's lost a significant part of her army here. An army that only died because she went to fight someone else's battle instead of just taking what she... Now, obviously, that's important. Then Jorah dies uh, defending her. She kind of sacrificed him, but that's a whole other <laughs> point. Um <laughs> She still, even after all that loss, is still uh, treated as lesser than by um, um, Sansa, Sansa and, and the Northerners. She There's this information that after everything she's endured, the only thing that she's had her eyes on this whole time is Westeros and her what she perceives as her uh, birthright and the Iron Throne. Then she finds out that her only ally, also her nephew lover uh, is her nephew and has a equally as strong, if not stronger claims to the iron throne and therefore potentially muddies that water. And by the way, he has a much stronger support system and following. So now her whole life goal, which is the iron throne is now in question. Takes away the dick. Takes away the dick as well. The, the heartbreak is gotta be massive here. Probably should have just kept Dario around. I feel like he wouldn't have, Anyway, that's a whole nother thing. Then to cap all of that off, you get the betrayal of Varys and the Masande execution. I don't think that Danny flipped a switch as a mad queen. I think that she's been enduring the most horrible story you could ever imagine. And the Masande thing is what finally because that was it was she was trying to have good faith negotiations with Cersei, trying to come to an agreement. You know, I've got dragon. You know, all the whole thing. And Cersei, in front of everyone, executes Masande and basically gives her two middle fingers straight to the sky. So my argument is that 
this is a horrible thing to do, but this isn't out of the blue. My personal opinion. What are your thoughts? I think originally, first time I watched it, I felt how Keith feels. The fourth, fifth time I've watched it, I feel more how you feel. Um, there, This action is not the reason why I hate season eight. There's a lot more... There's a lot more storylines that don't make sense. There's a lot more. It would have been better if he did this. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot more than just this particular action. I wish she would have just focused on the Red Keep, said, you know, I, I don't need anything else besides that. That's where my enemy lies. My enemy is not these innocent people that are down here. Now, those innocent people could have opened the gates. They could have revolted against Cersei as the sla- as the slaves did in Marine when they got there. Um, they had that opportunity. I think it's a lot to ask of them, but I'm not as big. An I-, I don't have as big an issue with this particular action as I do the Cersei Jamie death. The Arya kills the Night King. Arya doesn't just stops in the middle of the Red Keep. Is like, okay, I'm not going to kill Cersei anymore. And then, or yeah. you know, Hounded Mountain. There's, there's a lot more um, things that just don't make sense to me. Besides this one, this one, I can get to. I understand where you're coming from. I hate it. Yeah, because I like Danny is up until this moment a top two or three character for me. Maybe, maybe, yeah, top two or three. I love her. I want her to remain the good-hearted fighter for innocent and justice and like that. But after enduring everything that she's endured, I I know that I wouldn't be able to be the upstanding, you know, turn the other cheek person either. That being said, that whole fucking shit to the ground. That being said though, that's not an excuse. You don't, you don't get to just make this excuse that that's why you burned a million people, you know? Um, but she also isn't doing it as though she's trying to make excuse. It just seems like she's no, like, yeah, I know. I'm just Fuck saying, it, I'm done. I'm just saying, as far as like my love for Danny goes, this is about where it ends. I feel really bad for that. I feel really bad that she got to this place, and I understand why she got there, but I can't, I can't, I can't just, you know, yeah. And I mean, there's for me, there's times when I, you can see in Marine where she's like struggling with that, like not switch to flip necessarily but like she gets pissed off at something and she's like okay well i'm just gonna kill everyone well maybe not everyone but all right bring all the masters here let's kill them yeah so like I, which that storyline i wasn't a fan of because they tried to make it seem like afterwards you know with like well some people weren't in agreement and like i felt like that was a cop out i support i still support the burn the master like kill execute the masters mm. they were masters like I that decision itself individually I still support. Well, I'm not even saying like that decision. I'm saying like you could watch the show and kind of see the not madness, but like the the anger and the tension and everything behind her face. Yeah. Like she'll make a face or something and then someone'll come in and like back her down from that. Yeah, she's super expressive. Yeah. So like I I am even fine with something happening here and it just like Going to the Red Keep, absolutely demolishing it. Some people die because they've brought people into that like inner courtyard, and yeah. she doesn't care about them. 
But it's like the just going up and down the streets burning that like, this isn't anything. This isn't help you. This isn't helping you win anything. This is so far from anything that we've talked about. And yeah, like you don't want to show mercy. You're angry. 100% get that. But like, it's just a weird over overreaction. Yeah. Lydia, what are your thoughts? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I think that like everything that everyone has said makes sense. And like, I don't think this came out of nowhere. And I think Danny has a reason to feel the way that she felt here. And like, I think her actions are understandable in a way. Um, I think there was a lot leading up to this. However, the way that it was portrayed in this episode, I feel like was pretty dramatic. And I feel like the scene where she was like, up in the clouds and like really honed in on her face, they were kind of emphasizing like her making a decision in that moment. Um, And this whole like storyline with her during this episode, I think was really just like disappointing because I think the, this whole series has made Danny out to be like she was supposed to be a different kind of leader. And I don't think it was an accident that she was a woman. Like that was part of it. Um, and like part of her uniqueness and then the way that this episode played out although it makes sense like she's justified in feeling these things it really plays into the like women are too emotional to be leaders kind of stereotype so I think that's why it was upsetting to me even though it makes sense it was just like the perfect example of that of like this is why women can't have power because they snap and go crazy in situations like this. Not that there haven't been men leaders in, in this world that have done the same thing. Um, it's just that she was touted to like be, she was supposed to be different. Yeah. And then she wasn't. And even like the reminding of like them talking about their dads being these bad people, but like they're not their parents. And so like, they don't have to follow in their footsteps. Like, even if you could have shown us, like, insanity a little bit, maybe this would have been okay. Like, I we've talked about this whole, like, when a Targaryen's born, the gods flip a coin. I think it's been said twice this episode, or once this episode, once last episode. It was said early in the show. Uh, I think when they were talking about the two, of Viserys and Danny. No, they were talking about, um, actually... Uh, Marcella, Tommen, and Joffrey. Tyrion says it, and he says, "Well, you beaten the odds. Two out of three that were like good. That's yeah. Um, so, but yeah, like even if we had kind of dropped hints about she's fighting madness or something like this, would have felt a little bit more like that would have given a reason." I guess like you, you were brought to this breaking point and you couldn't fight the darkness that you were fighting inside of yeah. you. I think we'll get more of that in the books. Um, he fleshes out the Targaryens a lot more in the books mm-hmm. than they do in the show. Uh, obviously with fire and blood, but, but we'll get more of like the, the voices creeping in. Right. Stuff like that. But I see what you mean. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to watch because that's not the Danny that I know. Um, I understand how she got there, but it's not the Danny that I know. And you just, you wanted to believe that like 
she was going to make the right decision. Right. After what Varys did, after what, you know, Tyrion's been telling her, she's going to make the right decision. Don't have all the people that have died, you know, while you were trying to not do this, have died in vain because you did it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, all the, the the people who've died by the Iron Fleet, you know, burning their ships or uh, or even Masande, like, you know, it just feels like, it feels like all of that was for nothing. You know, you did that all for nothing. Be, you know, you were trying to avoid carnage and fire and blood and, you know, all that, but, but you did it anyway. Um, again, yeah. I understand how she got there. I think your points, Justin, are, are exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's not this f- switch that got flipped. It's actually been heading this direction with the trauma this entire series. Um, it's just frustrating to watch. Hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I I do I hate that this is how her story has unfolded. But for me, I just I I'm not as shocked as a lot of people. Like the reason I even bring it up is in a lot of the different like Game of Thrones online spaces right now, a lot of people are doing exactly what we're doing. They're They've rewatched the show. So a lot of people are talking about where we are in the show right now because the, you know, House of the Dragon airs on Sunday. So a lot of people are right where we're at. It's been kind of cool to, to like, and they're all listening to this podcast. A lot of them are. So, but it's, it's interesting to see like, you know, as people are discussing and to watch, I, I observe most of it. Um, but 95% of the internet is like, fuck Danny at this point. And I understand that that thought, because this is an atrocity. Like the, what happens is like, it's not justifiable. It's not, I'm not just, but I understand. I, I think the main thing, I wasn't totally taken by surprise. A lot of right. people were really frustrated because they felt like this was such a curveball, and people are talking about it. Like this came out of nowhere. My argument is that this didn't come out of nowhere this has been building for a long time. We just happen to see the snap right now. One, because they have to finish the show, but two, because I, I the Sunday thing is really like she lost a dragon. She lost in the last two seasons. She's lost two dragons: Masande, Jora, and betrayed by Varys, and something the whole thing with John. Mm-hmm. Like that's all been in the last season and a half. Like maybe maybe just the first last. You know the last eight or 10 episodes. So for me, like seeing people talk about how this was so out of left field and never saw this coming. They just totally changed her character at the last second. I don't think that any, personally, any of that is true. It's surprising when you see it on screen for the first time. Cause this is the first time that we've seen all of it mixed together and then come out and play. But if you like sit for a second and think about her whole story and all the things that we named, like it's not that surprising. It's horrible, and I hate it because you know I want to be a champion of Danny and love Danny forever. But it just it, you know watching people argue that they're not even argue; they're all like in agreement together. Like Danny's the worst. Like no, this this has been like a long time coming, and eventually you know, back a dragon into a corner. Right. You know, and that's Cersei's play the that whole time. That is what time. they say. That's a common saying. It's back common, a dragon yeah. into a corner. Yeah. 
you know, I think it maybe even was Tyrion that was said this to Danny last episode, I think, or it could have been John, but basically, I think it was Tyrion. Like, basically, Cersei's trying to force you to be like the bad guy. Like, Cersei, that's what she's doing. They were talking about Cersei's letting everybody into the red. Like, she is trying to force you to be the bad guy. So, this is, you know, Cersei, every move that Cersei has made in that in that story has been specifically to undermine Danny to make her out to be the bad guy. You know, they happen to have the card in their back pocket that, oh, by the way, her dad was trying to, like, burn everyone alive. Mm. Um, the difference was his was out of madness. Danny's is out of, like, a fury of, like, she's been had so much wrongdoing done to her. So it is different. Like, the madness that they're experiencing, well, that she experienced versus what uh, her father experienced are two different madnesses. His was just, he's a psycho. Hers was, like... Trauma. Trauma. Yeah. And yeah. they're both horrible, and they're both not acceptable responses, but they... They're different in that. So that's that's why that has been on my mind so much is that watching everyone talk about it, I'm like, no. Yeah. You know? yeah. I feel like I've seen, I've like definitely seen it coming more the past several episodes. But mm -hmm. before that, I feel like, you know, the creators of the show were kind of like holding our hands and like leading us to like, this is going to be a really unique kind of like feminist icon character. And then they ended up demonizing her. So I'm not like mad at, Danny, I'm mad at them for giving Danny, her yeah. that edit because yeah. it's just like really upsetting. Well, that's what yeah. sucks. I think about how about them making the show before the books were done. I wish that they had waited because I don't know that George writes the story this way. Right. He he has talked about and it could be response to have the show could be him observing how it played out. But he's talked about not being involved with the last several seasons. And he's talked about how the books are going to end very differently than yeah. The show, and well, so like, there's a couple of major characters that are in the books that do not exist in the show, yeah. and so I th it could go one of those ways. Which one of those? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, but I think that was a lot of the frustration too. I, I I mean, I wasn't necessarily mad at Danny. I was mad at the writers. Like this is just not what you gave us. Yeah, and um, but I mean, I get it. Like I, I it. It kind of is, at least over the last couple of seasons. Um, it kind of is what they gave us. It just feels like that's that sucks. Like that's not what anybody nobody wanted that. Right. Like everyone loved Danny. Everyone wanted Danny to to, you know, sit on the Iron Throne at the end of it, and she is right there. She's in play. Um, and we all She's got the strongest you know, play. But we didn't want her to be this way, I don't yeah. think. I mean, I think and I think even Danny didn't want it to be this way. It just just so happened. Um Speaking of Danny's dad, did everyone did anyone notice the the caches of wildfire? I did. I was like, oh, that's why they made it that fluorescent green. Right. So we so could tell distinguish in yeah. these moments. Yeah. Right in the beginning with the ending in mind or whatever. Right in so the first. All that said, um getting back into like the shots, you know, that we get here. We get Grey Worm with both kill of the week and kill sequence of the show, the whole show. So kill of the week was the spear throw at the Lannister soldier with no swords. I don't give a fuck. You're giving, you're giving kill kill sequence of the of the series to hell yeah to killing people who are unarmed. Hell yes, 
He still killed him. <laughs> They're Lannister soldiers. You think I, know, give I a have shit no about problem Lannister giving it to Grey Worm? Well, let's give it to him versus Sons of the Harpy. This is Justin's villain up. moment Bro, too. It is right. Yeah, <laughs> no. this is this when the guy trauma that he's the guy turns around. The writers are just doing crazy things with Justin. The guy turns around and Grey Worm just. Yeah. Oh my God! It was so hard. I have no hard. problem with kill of the week. I have a problem with kill. I don't give a fuck what series. you can't get, give any cares about. <laughs> this he because he's also just unhinged. like Danny is unhinged. Grey Worm just lost the the what he has said and he has shown the only the singular person in the entire world that he cares anything about. I mean, he likes and loves Danny, but it's not anywhere. It's not the same. He, the only person he's ever cared about, the only fear he ever had, all of that was Masande. Now that that's out of the picture in the way that it happened, he doesn't fucking care at all. Now, he is waiting to follow Danny. That's why he waits until she goes forward, and then he's like, he's like oh, we're doing it. Oh, okay, yeah. here we go. And he, you see the look on his face. He's, he's almost like happy that she does this. Well, Masande's last word. And he, yeah, Jakaris, like... So he throws a spear, and then he's just fucking spearing just anyone within a spear's reach of him. And it is... There's a still shot that I'm going to post on the Instagram of him in this scene. It was actually... Someone posted it, um, and they were talking about how, like, Jacob Anderson is probably one of the most underrated actors in the whole show. Yeah. Because he doesn't get a lot of dialogue, but he executes his character flawlessly like when he does have lines they're good his acting you know non-verbal is excellent his story is powerful like he he's amazing um but the still shot was him with a spear like thrust oh it's so cool but mm-hmm. yeah you like that thrust. kill sequence i love his thrust mm-hmm. uh kill sequence of the whole show gray worm that right here just Atrocious. I don't give a fuck it's what atrocious. you think. I couldn't care any less. It's my favorite. I love it. Um, then we get John trying to stop everybody. Like, what are you doing, buddy? It's a valiant effort. It's a good, good try, but yeah, <laughs> that's pretty John good. Impression is <laughs> wonderful. Um, pretty good. Yeah, I do kind of wish that like maybe one of the Dothraki had been one of the ones that was. Like trying to rape that woman instead of the northern soldier. Yeah. Because I think it could have been an interesting, like, Danny's madness has spread to her army yep. type situation. I but agree. it being the northern army was just like, but why? It would have been, yeah, it would have been more on brand with the Death Rack, with the death rack Well, yeah. And like, not that, like, they yeah. used to do it. That's and then thing. she That's said a- no. Yeah. And so now we're at this place where, like, she's, no rules. she's kind of given up. She's, you know, fallen into her darkest self. So the rest of her, like Grey Worm, yeah. like being excited about being able to do this, and then the Dothraki being crazy. But they kind of were. But like the Northern not Army, the same, why? Yeah. Why are they? Doing yeah, they were this? fucking I, people up left well, and right. I liked or not liked it, but I <laughs> thought it was more. <laughs> Lydia loved it. Love a plus. No, I thought it was more interesting being a Northman because I think it just kind of played into the like conflict motif of this episode. Cause like, I think John would have had less feelings about killing a Dothraki than one of his own people. Yeah. So you did like it. You, you liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Endorsed by me. She loved it. She wants more of it. I like it. I love it. (laughs) Um, Uh, yeah. So John uh, kills the rapist. Great worms, a madman. 
Drogon finally makes it to the Red Keep after <laughs> I'm lots done, of... I'm done with these innocent people that are just running around <laughs> yeah. and I'm burning them. I'm going to go to the to castle. To be fair, there were some Lannister soldiers mixed in there. There was a couple. That makes yeah. I mean, when you're mowing your grass, you don't want to just go straight to the end. You've got to do the zigzag pattern, right? Right, <laughs> right. But the Lannister soldiers are like trying to help people. They're like, get inside, right. get inside. And so you've like flip this switch to where the bad guys are the good guys and the good guys are the bad guys and what the fuck is happening but that's okay as a viewer it's okay to be like what the fuck is happening it's so much chaos what's not okay is watching these characters you built for eight seasons (laughs) dying underneath of uh, a falling structure we're not there yet I know I was just I'm mad before that we get Euron and Jamie no idea what's happening on the couch over here (laughs) You'll, you'll hear it Oh, when okay. you go back and listen. <laughs> All right. Gross. We'll hear it. Was that you? Continue. No, it was not me. Was it Lydia? Yes. I burped straight into the microphone. Directly into the microphone. <laughs> Perfect. Delicious. Damn. You're the Sorry. one who always, uh, you know. I know, I know. I didn't right. mean to. Mouth it was noises. accidental. Um. Yeah, so the you're on Jamie scene, the Kingslayer, you know, they'll really call you a Kingslayer when you kill... If you kill two kings or whatever the fuck he says. Euron's nuts, man. Euron is crazy. Yeah. Uh, he was a good character, like, to add, I thought. They added him late. We've talked about it before, but they added him late. A lot of times that doesn't pan out well. I thought he was excellent. Like, he's a piece of shit, but he's our piece of shit. You know, like, he was a fun character. He's entertaining, he, he man. Your I mean, piece of shit. Yeah. I, well, I felt like any scene that he was in was going to be an entertaining oh, scene. 100%. Yeah. So. It's it's like the bad version of it. It's like if Tormund were bad. Yeah. It's like he's always funny, but he's super super demented as well. Like yeah. anyway, so he's goading Jamie into a fight. Um they fight. <laughs> Euron catches him. Yeah, Euron gets him. Meanwhile, we get maybe the worst CGI shot in the whole show. Um Drogon is like burning the red keep, and there's a scene where one of the one of the towers is like falling down around where uh Euron and Jamie are and Drogon's like f- flying down and it is ten out of ten bad. Is that another one? Nope. Um <laughs> it was did you notice it? The first one? The CGI. So uh, <laughs> I'm away from that. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, so the CGI that I hated was when she was looking when you could see down like the people in the courtyard. And it was very obvious that those people were not in that courtyard. Yeah. And I was like, that's gross. But you didn't notice the dragon one? No. Yeah. I didn't notice it either. I, never, I don't think Oh, I my God. It. it hurt me. Because they spent so much money on the rest of this episode. You can't just make that look good. They had to cut corners somewhere. They, and they cut it right like you there. You could have reused that asset from... Oh, yeah. There's so many shots of dragons. There's another around. shot of the dragon flying straight down that you could have just pasted it over with the red keep as the background anyway it did they did not do that they just uh, had a 10 year old uh edit that shot and these anyway. are the same people that missed multiple coffee cups yeah yeah <laughs> not one which i found by the way i found the picture of the yeah. red one I'll yeah send i did later. too okay um, it's, yeah i don't know how you would notice that unless you knew about it it was so it's red like, if blends i in think with, once yeah. the, once people notice the the one in season eight which was uh, did y'all see a picture of that one? I didn't see that one. Okay, um, that one's hilarious. Yeah, that one's just like it's fucking this Starbucks. Is like main, main view too. Like this is what's happening in the yeah, scene. Yeah, that's the thing about it the Jamie sitting one. on the fucking table in the, the Jamie, foreground. The Jamie one. It's Tom and Tyrion, um, Tywin, Jamie. Like it's the shot of them because 
and Jamie's the far end, just holding it in his hand. It's bright red, but it blends in with their yeah, you know, costuming and and everything. Um, but yeah, it but was. You see, it looks like they just yelled action, and he was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like I'm just gonna, but put your hands behind your back. Damn yeah. it! Oh, so good. Yep, so good. I don't know what. What's happening in this scene? I also wouldn't have noticed this one. I'm just not very observant. Yeah, I wouldn't have seen this the the Starbucks cup. Anyway, so they get in a fight. They they have their fight. Uh, Euron does catch him. Um, Kyburn comes in and says, "You know, it's not safe. The Unsullied breached the gates. Agor's hold fast is going to be the best bet at this point." Um, I liked how gentle he was with her. mm Hmm. It was just a weird thing that I noticed. Like, he was patient and gentle. Like, even when he went over and like physically like helped her, you know, I think that he he realized like the gravity of what she's going through. Um, I don't know. That was just all the way up until he mouthed off to the mountain. A hundred percent. But that it just it just struck me as like yeah. You know, in 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 a scene where there's so much chaos going on, I think that most people would be like kind of panicky, kind of whatever. But he was not. He was super gentle, super compassionate, empathetic, um, and and like gave her all the time she needed to like process and and be willing to go, and rather than just like grabbing her ass, you know, hauling her off. Yeah, um, he seemed like at least throughout this season, like he acknowledges how maybe broken, I guess she is, and is trying to, like, kid glove her with everything. Yeah. But, like, not in a mean way, but just in, like, a... That's what she needs. Yeah, like, come on, let's go do this. Yeah, I, I like that thing. from him. He, he's kind of a, like, I think he's an underrated character. He's done some really cool stuff. Right. I mean, I, cool in, like, a psycho crazy way, like the mountain. I mean, I think we've said it here, like, he's... Just for, on the wrong team. Be a great asset on the right team. He yeah. was on the right team. That's what's so annoying. It's like he was saved by the Northmen, like saved by Rob. What are you doing? Anyways, I Get am surprised that Kyber didn't have one more trick up his sleeve. You know, like one of the one of the the cat the, the the towers is rigged to blow. You know, and as soon as it hits. It's like shatter spikes out. Or well, I, don't I don't know. know. Like, one scorpion in. I was expecting a scorpion to be in a house yeah. or something, and just like, right, dragons flying to the red keep, and then it just like for the house the, to like peel the away. Ceiling, the yeah. ceiling falls open, and the thing flies up and shoots stuff. Right, that could work too. Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get that. Nope, they walk down the steps. Um, <laughs> like losers. Yeah, so then we see the wildfire. Um. Then we see the Euron Jamie. You know, he says you fought well for a cripple. I thought that it was hilarious that he was like goading Jamie at this point because you did also just, I mean, you like stabbed him, but you also got your ass beat by a one-handed guy. Like I don't that know you stabbed twice. Talking that there was much a, a long pause between you fought well and for a cripple. It was it was rough. Yeah, Jamie <laughs> sees the sword. Uh, you know, he's going to crawl for it, and Euron Euron literally goes. Which I thought was funny. Um, you know, then he, Jamie stabs him and he's like, You got another king, but I'm the man who killed Jamie Lannister. Ha ha ha. You know, psycho laugh. Nope, you aren't. I thought that was a very, uh, very Euron way to go. Oh, yeah. You know, for sure. Just, just kind of talking himself up. I thought a rock was going to fall on his head <laughs> at that last shot. Should have. Now they saved it for 
Another right. character. Nope, that's just Jamie. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did get a final jab at Jamie when he said, "I fucked the queen." Mm. <laughs> um, I was fucking your sister while you were gone. By the way, just I know you're about to go see her, so just tell her I said hi. I wanted the baby to come up. I wanted Euron to be like, "Yeah, talk about the baby," and Jamie to be like, "It's my baby." Yeah, Something I was like surprised that. he didn't. I thought he might have. Um, but y'all keep going. Scene? No, no, in that scene. But y'all, y'all keep going. Um, then we oh. get the Hound and Arya. Dumb. Second worst moment in this episode. <laughs> if she would have been like, no, that's why I came here, she could have done it. Yeah, the, the whole... The, the Hound saying what he said is... Great. Very valid. Makes sense. 100%. Love it. But for her to say... You're right. Sandor. <laughs> thank you. And then walk off... You're telling me this character killed the Night King, the biggest threat. It's had the biggest storyline. And oh, by the way, has been motivated this whole time to do to, all of these things. And to kill Cersei. So that she can kill Cersei. Like so that she can learn to defend herself and and not even just defend herself, but go on the offensive and mark names off her list. Cersei's at the very top of the list. And now she's just going to back out at the last second. The Hound gives you the cliched uh, don't let revenge be your whole life speech. As he's going to enact his revenge. Like, right. come on, bro. I know I'm going to go kill my brother for burning my face. Don't kill the woman who made your life hell. Yeah. Hated this a lot. Nick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Arya should not have killed the Night King. Should have given that to somebody else. And Arya can go kill Cersei. That's what she's been talking about this whole fucking time. That's her whole list from the very beginning. Cersei, not the Night King. Cersei, you want already to have already to have a, a, a phenomenal story arc, and you, like you're my favorite character, George. Have her fucking kill Cersei. What the fuck? Yeah, John kills the Night King. Frustrating. Arya kills uh, Cersei, and we have a way more powerful season eight so far. Like like night and day different. Danny kills the Night King. The Azora High thing makes sense for one of them. It doesn't make. Any sense for Arya? It's yeah, either one. I mean, anybody. Yep. Bran kills the Night King. I don't know. I don't fucking care. Three Eyed Raven. Three Eyed Raven. Raven. I don't care. Anybody not named Arya? <laughs> it's like doesn't. It's stupid. Sansa. Uh, better than Arya. Sure. Theon. Better than no, Arya. No. Better I'm than Arya. The whole he gave it his best <laughs> shot. <laughs> we, um, Theon tried. Yeah. He he did try. Not very well, but Cersei. After we get the. Awkward, cheesy thank you. Uh, we get Cersei coming down the stairs with the Kingsguard and Kyburn. Uh The mountain is a very large man. He stands over her to protect her from all the falling rubble, and Kyburn kind of sneaks in there. Uh, everybody else dies. It's a mountain umbrella. During yeah. this scene, I was like, oh, he's like a weird mother hen. Right. <laughs> a big, gross, I mean... Chickens are gross anyway, but... No, they're not. You can stop that chicken slander. Mm, I won't. They're disgusting. Colonel Slanders. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. They're very gross. They're the loves of my life, and you can shut the fuck up. Sorry, The Aaron. chicken hill. That's what I'll die. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> hill, shut the fuck up. No. You got to keep going. The mountain is a little mother hen. He's a mountain umbrella. <laughs> and... Not everybody else dies, but most everybody. They had, I think, they had two Kingsguard left. There were maybe. three left. Three left because that's how many the Hound killed. And then the Hound is very quickly, right there. bro. 
Come on, man. You can't do this every time. You tell people to shut the fuck up all the time. You do. You can't do this. I'm sorry. I feel passionately about <laughs> chickens. It's a little hurtful coming from Lydia, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You told me that before. Oh, goodness. True. For it's lesser offenses than trash talking chickens. Who I am as a person. Why is that not on brand for she me? She learned it from watching you. What else did you call her? To, oh, you said you put her in her place. That's what it was. Right. You okay. apologize. Well, I did apologize for that. You did. You did. <laughs> and she said, I'm sorry. She just said, I'm sorry. I did. I heard it. I didn't hear. I heard it. You were talking first. over me. Yes, <laughs> of course. She did say, Surprise. "I'm sorry." Um, the mountain umbrella goes yeah. out. Yeah, Ella, Ella. Then the hound is just standing a, there. A, a. Then the king's guard come at him. He kills them very easily. They're the worst. Apparently, the worst king queen's guard imaginable. They're the ones that survived. Right. Um, Cersei commands uh, the mountain to go to protect her to stay with her. Uh, he's not listening. So no. Kyburn feels like he's going to have a different effect, I guess, because he's <laughs> Frankenstein's master. Mm. He's got the button to push. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, it's, he doesn't have a button to push. Like there's the a, Bane button? There's an electrical collar on, uh, yeah. right. on the mountains. He neck. built it <laughs> in. He was like, I'm going to shock you. Here we go. You listen. <laughs> we talked about this. Kyburn dies a very brutal death. Quickly. Yes. I loved this. Yeah. I wanted good. there to be one like unceremonious death. Of a somewhat main character, and I feel like this was satisfying for that reason. Mm. Just tossed to the side. Yeah. Open your brain. Yep. Better yeah. death than uh, Jamie I've and Cersei. i got two more from you coming your way here in just a few minutes. Um, <laughs> this one was better. Yeah. He, well, because it was like almost funny, I think is why yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was, it was kind of so shocking. Yeah. Like you didn't expect just blank. Okay. Yeah. You're dead now. It was like weird comedic relief. Right. Although I liked Kyburn, but yeah, I don't who know. Who didn't? But the, he had it coming. Yeah. He created that monster. Right. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah. This is a standard. It's a, it's a standard. Justice. You're right. So, anyways, Mountain the Hound, get into it. Not going well for the Hound. Nope. But he's keeping up. Sort of. Now, is he winning? No. I thought he was going to get his head smashed in, like Oberon. Mm-hmm. Well, he tried to. Yeah, yeah, he does. He, he catches him a couple times. Um, it's scary that the mountain sword is like just going through stone, smashing rocks, like just smashing things. Yes, and um, and they have one like one little sword catches sword shot. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, and I think we might cut away from it actually after that, right? Well, they yeah, like actually they like reverberate is, or whatever. Yeah, another, but it's fine. I mean. Uh, we get the Cersei is alone uh, scene, and then all of a sudden Jamie's there. Should have been Arya. Um, <laughs> right. We just see them. You know, they have their embrace. Cersei's crying. I figured that's when Arya would come in. I kind of wanted Jamie needle to kill through both her. of them. I, that's what I was going to say. I wanted Jamie to kill her. And Ooh. I kind of thought that he was going that direction. Like after all the people were locked out of the Red Keep, I don't know. I thought something switched. I think if she wasn't pregnant, I would have agreed, agreed with your thought. I care. That's why I said it. <laughs> yeah. No, I wanted I, I wanted Jamie to like come full circle with his character development and and kill her. That'd been crazy. I would have been okay with that. Yeah. Over that would have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, that would have been like pretty cool. And then he dies in the rubble. Like I'm into that. Um. Then we get the hound getting his ass beat. Uh, this is where we see the the face smash. Uh, you know, then we get a shot of Arya 
I hated all the Arya stuff here. Yep. It was too much of Things it. Things no one cares about. Yeah, we spent a lot of time on Arya. Doing um, doing nothing. Doing nothing. She, yeah. I. There's one thing later that I'll talk about, but mostly the Arya stuff's pointless. Um, the Hound tells the Mountain to fucking die. <laughs> and, then stat, and then he's just laughing because it's pointless. Um, yeah, after the... You know, Mountain is like pulling the knife thing. out of his like eye. The hound realizes that there's only one way that this is going down. I'm gonna tackle him out of this wall and into the fire, and we're both gonna die. And that's that. So he does, and that's the end of the hound and the mountain. Um, I didn't hate this one. Yeah, this I one hate felt it. fine to me. Yeah, it was kind of satisfying. I was into it. Um, did you want the hound to live? Yeah. Why didn't you like it? I don't know. It seems stupid. <laughs> okay. Like this guy work. is just this guy is just a uh, like an undead monster that like I mean I, I guess he is, but like we all thought he he could be killed by something, but we, he stabs him in the chest and then stabs him through the head. What did Kyburn do to this man? Like what? I mean, there's just no way to kill him, no way to stop him. That doesn't make any sense to me. I was shocked that red blood came off of. Out of him when the sword came out. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's red blood? Not green or acid? Or, or just right. nothing? Or nothing, yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't like the... That's the, fair. You know, tackling through the wall thing. But maybe I did just want the hound to live. Different strokes. Um, then we get more Arya. Yep. She gets knocked down. I text Lydia she that she looks like a 16th century powdered French king. <laughs> yeah. My problem with this was she 100% got that lady and her kid killed. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like they would have died, but you... Maybe. You actively caused their death. There, It wasn't guaranteed. It was likely that they would die, but she, without you a doubt, guaranteed it. got them burnt to a crisp. Yep. Um, so that was problematic. Again... Just annoying. Then we get uh, the Jamie Cersei scene when they're finally down. Um, they reach the the blockade. They're blocked in, can't get out. It has perfectly fallen to block everything. <laughs> yeah, but there is sunlight coming from somewhere. They could have squeezed. Yeah. Squeezed in the top there. Um, Cersei starts saying that she wants to live. She wants the baby to live. Doesn't want to die. Blah, 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 blah. And then the castle falls on top of them. This sucked. Yep. That's the end of Cersei and Jamie. Cool. So stupid. Cool. That was my least favorite moment of the episode. Literally every character in this show has reason to kill her. And the castle rocks do falls. And again, they're definitely dead, but there is something very unsatisfying about not seeing a body. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those like I don't know why they made the decision to do it this way. Like it's not like they're doing anybody any justice. And right. if anything, you're like leaving us with something want like Right. I was mm-hmm. about to say maybe it's because she was pregnant, but we've seen that happen before. Oh so, yeah, we saw uh um, we saw Talissa get her Talissa's stomach, stomach stabbed. Gets stabbed. Right. Like they were ensuring that that child wasn't able to be born. That was brutal. Yeah. And Cersei just gets Did castles get to yeah. fall on her. I don't know. Rocks. That was problematic. Then we get the stupid white horse scene. What was the this, fuck? Was this the white horse? No, it wasn't the white horse from the captain of the 
Golden Company. No, I think uh, that, that horse that died. died. Yeah, that horse died. So this was just some a random white horse. The horse did have like a perfect bowl cut, though. It's not yeah. like the horse that either of them rode in on. Nope. Right? No. No. Nope. Fuck you like, and the horse. It's you like, rode is it? On. Yeah. It's like kind of scratched up on its right leg. Is it like the same colors as Nymeria? I was trying to like figure out anything that. I'm would... gonna be honest with you, Lydia. There is no <laughs> discernible reason as to what the meaning of this horse is. I was like, all right, Arya's a horse girl for oh, now. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're into horses now. Uh, horse ex machina. Now, to be fair, there's one episode left. We can get a horse explanation. <laughs> we're not. I we desperately get... hope we spend 30 minutes on a horse explanation. We spent too much time on Arya in this episode. We so. spent a lot of time on Arya. So dumb. For, for someone who for did no, nothing. No payoff, yeah. Nothing. All she I, did was go there yeah. and then get some people killed and then leave. Well, she had some amazing character growth very quickly. You know Wild. what? I shouldn't let revenge <laughs> take control of me. Oh, man. And that's the episode. You know, I actually do think the episode as a whole was good. I think that the the decisions made on the end of some characters and, and the Arya thing is stupid, but all leading up to that, probably all leading up to Danny, Danny starts just demolishing the actual city and even maybe partway into that is good it's a good episode it's even that whole sequence right. makes for a good television show right, that's what i'm saying i think from there like halfway through that once we start getting aria and like aria leaves the red keep that's when it just all turns to shit like i don't know what you were thinking no idea and yeah. who's sitting in the room saying yeah that's a good idea D. So they got fired. Yeah. From Star Wars. That's why they didn't get invited back for House of the Dragon. So bad. It's pretty rough. All in all, it is a pretty good episode up until that last little bit. Um, the episode itself is good. It's hard to watch and it sucks because Danny, you know, is no longer the character we wanted her to be. But. The episode itself, I thought, was mostly good. Yeah, I remember sitting at the end of it, though, like, and just yep, saying, like, why? What the what? fuck was that? Why? What was that? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. It's tough. And it, it's changed a little bit. It's, it's softened a bit, but, um, yeah. Yeah. They, they ruined it. <laughs> so, with all that said... Who sits the Iron Throne at the end of next episode? The White Horse. The White <laughs> Horse. Now, what's your real answer? Uh, I don't know. I feel like they want it to be John, but I don't want it to be John. Especially with like Danny's vision from the Warlocks about the throne in the demolished throne room and everything. Oh, it could still be Danny. Yeah. Speaking of which, we saw. Uh, sorry, real fast. How um, dare you? No, we saw a the uh, dragon flying over, like the shadow flying over the city. Mm-hmm. That was a a vision from Bran, maybe, or maybe it was her. That was Bran. Remember when I said I didn't want you to go back and look at? Don't go back and look. Yes, this is one of the shots that we get. Right. Was the dragon flying over King's Landing? Sorry, you were you were talking. Who sits the Iron Throne? For, I want a firm answer from both of you. So, Lydia, buckle up. Um, 
Danny. Okay. At least for some amount of time, sits on the Iron Throne. Well, we have one episode left. <laughs> no, like at the end, like show credits sh- roll. Credits roll. Who is it? It is okay if you don't get it right. I know. Not for Keith, it isn't. I know you want to get it right. It's true. I don't, yeah, I'm still gonna say Danny. Okay. I think I think they're pointing us to John. And I know it's maybe more just me hedging my bets by saying that, but I think it's Danny. Lydia. I only have soft answers for you. Hmm. So sorry. What's your soft answer? <laughs> I'm going to stick with John. Um, I don't know. I feel like they really demonized Danny this episode. So it's either going to be John and that's the happy ending or it's going to be a sad ending with Danny. But I'm, if I had to pick one, I'm going to say John in some capacity. And you, who do you want it to be? Neither of them, really. Is there a Tyrion? Char- <laughs> okay. Tyrion? Yeah. Is there a character you, that you want it to be? Um, I think Tyrion would be good. Or Sansa. It would be awesome if it was Davos. <laughs> it won't be. But onion Knight. If the Onion Knight is the Onion King, fly that would be fucking awesome. That would be delightful. That would be fucking dope. That would be good. Onion <laughs> the, the final like intro music thing is just the thing spinning around. It's just big onions. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Oh. Sam would be fun. Little Sam or Big Sam? Mm, big Sam. Okay. All right. Anything else from you? You want me to just tell him? <laughs> Should I tell him? Yeah. You can do whatever you want. This could be the end. That's this is it. That would be about as bad as <laughs> like leading up all this Danny stuff and then well, she killed everyone. She Sorry. It is Davos, just so y'all know. It's perfect. It's, it's Davos. I love it. That's what everyone hates. This hated. is your final opportunity to spoil it. I'm not going Game to Game of Onions. It. You want to spoil it? No, we have not spoiled this part. Get something out. For the entirety of the time, what, is, what are we at? Seventy-three episodes or so. Seventy-two. Like Next week is seventy-three. Yeah. So, is there anything that you would like to spoil? Doesn't have to be that, but is there any? This is your final chance. I so, don't want it, to spoil? I never wanted to spoil things. I know, but I'm just saying, if there's anything that you've been holding on to that you want to get out, now's the moment. I love mm. being spoiled. Go for it. Yeah. Anything you want to give away? <laughs> Spoiler jar free. Give us like something out of context that we won't know until we see it. I'll give you who it's. Can I give her? I, let me give him who it's not. I. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I think I give him who it's not. No, give us a spoiler that has nothing to do with the Iron Throne. Oh man, but yeah. that's the fun one to give who it's not, and then you're whisper like, that one to me into the microphone. But who it's into not is who it's not is easy though. No, 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 no. This would be like these would be a couple of people that you guys named. So. But I don't. I don't want to do it. I don't want to ruin it. Thank you. But I do kind of think like they would be watching the episode and be like, "Who the fuck is it?" Ah! You do whatever you want, bro. No, no, I'm not gonna do it. We're gonna hold the integrity of this show good as we have done. It's torment. Three episodes. It's torment with a bear wife. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. He found love in the north. Please, God, press the fucking button. This is your final chance. You're sitting back. I don't like you're sitting. Bro, back. I'm just, just milking. Up. I'm giving you. <laughs> A long runway here. Nothing. You don't. Wanna, you don't want to give one final thing. Just for old times' sake. Should I or not? I don't want you. Not be about mad the at me. throne, maybe. 
What should I? Then then what the fuck are we just here something. for? I mean, I don't then what know. else are we here for? I'm just I'm just making sure. I'm gonna, I think that's the best thing I could do. If if I'm going to do anything, that's the best thing I could do is giving them what who it's not, and who it's not is Justin Neal going to be <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna get you. <laughs>